0: You're, you're, you're listening to the World Wide Sports Radio Network. You, 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 you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman.
1: Worldwide Sports Radio presents
0: the, 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 the Home Stretch. All right, let's
1: hit the field. With, with, with Tyler and friends. Hello! Welcome to the Home Stretch. I'm your host,
2: Tyler Harrison, along with. My co-host slash producer slash Fonzie look-alike, um, Speedy Kitty, What's going on over there, Speedy? Sorry, I was just trying to love the music. Well, that's all right. Um, so around the world in sports, is going to be very quick today. There's nothing today at all. Nothing whatsoever. But we got a lot to get to, so that's probably good. Um, reports have come out that the Yankees are not the immediate favorites to sign any of the star pitchers, which has Twitter up in a uproar. Calm down. Everyone just breathe. It's actually something they've probably done right for the first time in I don't know how long. Um, so that's number one. Number two, uh, MVP conversation needs to be had after last week. I think uh, everyone declares Lamar Jackson MVP. I don't know how, but certainly, you know, can lead one to believe that uh, he should be in the conversation for sure. He's not my MVP, and I actually can probably give you five other guys that deserve it over him. That's one. Um, Also, we're going to do picks because I don't know if I'll be here tomorrow. Obviously, Thursday's Thanksgiving, so nobody will be here. And uh, happy Thanksgiving to everybody out there. And Friday, I don't know if I'll be here either. So let's do picks now, get over with, and I can uh, relax.
3: Uh, has Errol confirmed or denied that I'll be here tomorrow? He doesn't even know if he can make it tomorrow, so we'll see. <laughs> You'll have to talk to him about that. <laughs> he told me yesterday he wasn't sure.
2: All right, that's fine. No, it's fun. It's fun. By the way, um, if you want to read about Yankees, right, just wrote an article on the website, Worldwide Sports Radio network.com where you can see all of our blogs and stuff. I wrote a nice little piece about Derek Cheater. Don't worry if you can't find it. I haven't seen it yet either, so... <laughs> That's fine. But um, I'll just get Conor McGregor to get this into fruition. But, um, yeah, so we'll just start with basketball, I guess, because there's only two games. Perfect. At 8.30, which is in about... Nine minutes. The Dallas Mavericks take on the Los Angeles Clippers. I don't know what everyone's talking about this whole. They're not gelling, they're not. Golden State didn't gel well either. They only were the most dominant team we've seen in recent history. Give it time. Paul George has played, what, eight quarters? Pretty much. Give it time. That'll be fun. But then at nine o'clock, this is going to be a very good basketball game. And my basketball MVP is playing in this game. The Washington Wizards taking on the Denver Nuggets. Bradley
3: Beal's your MVP right now.
2: Oh my God! What he's doing in Washington is unbelievable.
3: Even over, even over the guy you just mentioned in the other game, Luka Doncic.
2: you would give us a the deal. They're one and one eight.
3: All right, just I don't. Ca-
2: I, both of them are, to me, the clear-cut one. Doncic
3: is a pretty historic pace right now. <laughs> well, no,
2: I, I agree. But if he keeps it up, that's one thing. I think Bradley Beal can um, easily keep up what he's doing, as opposed to what Luka Doncic is doing. He can keep it up, but at the rate he's, even Russell Westbrook slowed down, and he's the energized one. Sure. So eventually, Doncic is going to get cold, and it, it's remarkable. Uh, we'll stick with basketball because college basketball is also on today. Uh, Michigan State has beaten Georgia 93 85. Auburn right now is in a little bit of trouble. Uh, they're up 34 33 over Richmond. So they got about 5 6 up in the first half. Duke takes on Stephen F.A. Austin. Why do we have these basketball? Hey,
3: That's going to be. Stephen F. Austin is a very big tournament past.
2: The spread is 27 and a half. They're going to double that.
3: Stephen F. Austin has always been a tournament pest. That's fine, but this isn't a tournament. This is just. Fair enough. I'm just saying they're not a. The number one team in not, the
2: nation. They're not a slouch team. No, I'm not <laughs> saying that, but I am saying that this is going to be. This would be equivalent to the New England Patriots playing the. Um, you know, Miami. High school of Miami Junior University.
3: I wouldn't go that far.
2: Nah, they'd get they'd get crushed. Speaking of getting crushed, Maui Invitational continues as Kansas takes on BYU. That game should be closer than people think. Then yeah. Colorado takes on Clemson. That's pretty good. And since uh, it's Thanksgiving and there's gonna be a lot of football on today's show, college football we go. Ohio not of you know not Big Ben, Ohio. Like Ohio, Ohio. Takes on Akron. They're up thirty-eight to three. Akron, as you can tell, is 0-11. <laughs> and it, NIU, that's northern Illinois for those of you at home, takes on Western Michigan. There's about fifty-three seconds left in this first half. They are currently up ten nothing. Uh, Western Michigan, I believe, is attempting a field goal. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. If they have a field goal kicker of the NFL, it'll be wide right. <laughs> and then, of course, there's the cream of the crop. The NHL does have three games on today. Um, we'll start with the one most local and one that has a heartfelt attached to it. The Wild are tied with the New Jersey Devils right now, 1-1, as Zach Friese continues his resurgence from the afterthought.
3: Zach Friese, revenge game round, whatever. <laughs> oh.
2: He always, he loves playing the Devils. I, I don't. And then hold with me on this: Jack Hughes and Wayne Simmons insisted on a Jesper Vol, Boquist. Wait, there's another
3: Jesper on the Devils. Yes. All right, so there's two there's two Jespers on the Devils and one on the Rangers. So, I think those might be the only three in the league. So. Yeah. Well, I think they're all Swedish. Right, but it's still not. It's his first career goal. It's still not a common name.
2: No, it's not. Let's have them all in the tri states Great. Yeah, that's his first career goal. That just shows you that Devin Dubnik is no longer the. Oh no, it's not even him. It's Capo. Oh, it's the rookie kid they drafted from Finland.
3: Oh, he's up already. Wow. Yeah.
2: Twenty-three
3: years old or the pick?
2: 23 years old. Fourth okay. round pick in the 2014 draft. Oh, okay. The reason I started with this game is because Zook returned last night and we gave him the standing O he deserved, so I yep. figured I'd do him first. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Dallas Stars are up, I'm sorry, the Dallas Stars and the Chicago Blackhawks are tied at zero. That game just started, there's about eight minutes left in the first period. And then there's the route en route in Montreal. The Bruins and Canadians hate each other. Let's start there. But the Boston Bruins are up 6-2-1 over the Montreal Canadiens. Wow. And the Minnesota Wild just scored, actually. So let's just quickly see. Ah, well, let's update you on the 6-1 first.
3: That's what, the second period?
2: Yeah. Wow. So Jake DeBrusk, David Pasternak, Brad Marchand, Pasternak again, Andrews Bort, and Pasternak's got a hat trick. Yeah, that's great. And then Shea Weber, the lone goal for the Canadians. Uh, who was the net? No, wow. Keith Kincaid had to come in. So Price started. Yeah. Wow. Five goals on 11 shots.
3: Yeah. As ba- as as, very, as talented as Price is, when he's, he's bad, bad when he's bad, he's really bad.
2: He's not having a good year at all. People are talking about Lunkless. Montreal has a good defense. I mean, he's better than the Rangers, but it's still not very good. <laughs> Parisi score again? Mm-hmm. Lord, did that goal just happen? No, it's 2-1. Uh, bear with me. I'm trying to figure out what's... Which- well, while CBS tries to figure out what goal scored. Um, yeah, so that's that. Um... You nope, know what?
3: I got it. I got it for you. Jordan Greenway. Oh.
2: I wonder what way he's green.
3: <laughs> Assisted by Joel Erickson Eck.
2: Nah, I would never got that one right. But, um, yeah, so right about now, ladies and gentlemen, is normally when I would say, oh, you know what? This is brought to you by Ray's Cafe, 150 Motor Parkway. Hop Hog! New York. And uh, very, very eager to get to what we're going to do
3: next. Um, So, let's just start with this. Well, it looks like we have somebody that wants to interrupt. Somebody's
2: on the phone? Yep. Thank you for calling Worldwide Sports Radio Network. How may I help you?
0: Hello, Tyler.
2: Is that Sarah Mox? This is him, yeah. The Irish are back!
0: Um, Well, I have a question to ask you, because I've been listening to your opening monologue on Lamar Jackson, and what I don't understand about anything that you're saying about Lamar Jackson, and and I understand that I I actually put up a story at my Bleacher Report today saying that Lamar Jackson is something we've never seen before. Uh, His name was Michael Vick, but anyway. yeah, Michael Vick was not... As accurate as this kid has been this year, and this kid has been unstoppable. As far as running, he's going to break a record this year. Sure. So it's it's incredible what he is doing right now. And you said that there are five other
2: quarterbacks that you would take over him. No, 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 no no, 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 no. I said there are five other guys I'd give the MVP to if I tried. I have him in my top five though. Really. Well, Who would
0: you take over what he is doing right now besides Russell Wilson?
2: Russell Wilson's the MVP you. of the league it's Don't not Don't say even close.
0: Christian McCaffrey. Don't why? say Christian McCaffrey cuz he's a running back.
2: Okay, Lamar and Lamar Jackson's right. a running quarterback.
3: So, yeah, why is that? Lamar matter?
0: Jackson <laughs> Lamar Jackson is is uh he's been efficient in every single every single game he's been efficient. It, he's been incredible.
2: 8
3: and, and two Christian McCaffrey has Christian McCaffrey's been very consistent. He, the only team that's been able to stop him is Tampa so far.
2: Yeah, as is a running back, not as a pass catching back, he's had a week every
3: week.
0: Hey, Speedy, when was the last time you remember that a running back beat out a quarterback that's doing what
3: Lamar Jackson? Is Adrian Peterson was the last qu- running back to win MVP, and that okay, was in I a know, can, that was in a historically for- great comeback season for Peyton Manning. <laughs> oh, okay.
0: So you're gonna you're gonna give it over Pey- Peyton? Peyton Manning has won it back to back to back to back times. They were right. going to give it to Adrian Peterson, no matter what. If anything was close. But Adrian
3: Peterson doing what he did that year, almost eclipsing Eric Dickerson's record, the year after he had a, a that injury this that he had recovery. was incredible.
0: First of all, first of all, Carolina's not even making the playoffs. Okay, so I don't know what you're talking about. Lamar Jackson right now is if not the best team in the NFC, the second best team in the NFC. He's a second-year quarterback that everybody said he was, gave a doubt that he was going to even. An NFL quarterback. So, what the hell are you guys talking about? There first is not all, five people who are
3: doubting Christian McCaffrey, though. The only don't even bring up
0: Christian McCaffrey's name. He's not even in the vicinity of Lamar Jackson right now. What are you guys
2: talking about? You want five quarterbacks? I'll give you five quarterbacks. That's fine. The it's fact that you just relegated Christian McCaffrey him. to a. Just because the MVP award does not get given to a running back doesn't mean they don't deserve to be in the conversation, first of all. Hey, Christian he McCaffrey. Has a is the reason that the Carolina Panthers win a football game. Point blank, period.
0: Uh, Let me tell you something, Mr. Tyler, who thought Baker Mayfield was the second-best quarterback, going to be the second-best quarterback in the league this year when he's one of the worst, okay? So you sit here and you attack somebody, and you did attack. You said there were five guys that you picked in front of him uh, over Lamar Jackson. That's what you said, and that's what I heard. And I'm going to sit here and say you're out of your damn mind. Because there is nobody besides Russell Wilson that would take over Lamar Jackson right now. It's been incredible what he's doing this year.
2: Incredible. Sure. Five touchdowns yesterday. Five
0: against a good
2: defense. Didn't that even throw for two hundred yards. What's the Didn't What's even
0: throw for two hundred yards. It doesn't
2: matter how many yards you throw. No, you but get it. no, Yes, I understand. What you don't understand is that his success has more to do with everything around him than actually him. Mm, I wouldn't go that oh. far, though, because their receivers really? aren't that good. Wait, wait, wait. Are their receivers aren't really that good. Hold on, because Earl's about to lose his hair. So let's just do this, right? Russell Wilson has been the best quarterback in football all year long. Right. That, I agree. Okay. So that's one. What Deshaun Watson oh, is doing uh, in Houston is amazing. Uh,
0: hold on. Where did you put Russell Wilson in your top ten? Where Where'd you stick him?
2: What do you mean? When the season started? before uh, I'm definitely in the top five. I'd probably say top three.
3: I w- I, if I remember correctly, were the way you were ranking him probably three? Because I, I think you would have put Brees and Brady one and two, and then probably him three.
2: I have it here somewhere. I'll find it. I can't.
0: I, can't, I just can't sit here and listen to this, this craziness here. I mean, Lamar Jackson is by but far the also, But you're also – but.
2: You're also one of the people that will anoint somebody as the next second coming of Jesus, and then the next year anoint the next coming of Jesus, and then the year after that, and the year after that. Really who? Really who? Last year, everyone told me Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback we've ever seen. Now, no one's even talking about the guy. He's an afterthought. Uh, He's having a top five in MVP voting to most people. And everyone told me last year how great he was. Patrick
0: Mahomes is injured. The whole freaking season he's been injured. What are you talking about? And he only missed
2: two games. He missed two games. Missed two games.
3: And if you've watched him, he looks perfectly fine. <laughs> right.
0: Oh, get out of here! He is not one hundred percent fine. He had
3: one bad game against nuts? the Colts. That was it.
0: <laughs> what are you nuts? I mean, I, 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 first of all, Matthew Mahomes is going to play all year, Kurt. He came from a major injury. That was a major injury? What he had? Agreed. He was out for four. He was out for four weeks. Three weeks.
3: I think he only missed two games.
0: No, I think he missed three
2: weeks. Well, he missed the rest of the Denver game. He missed the game that Matt Moore won, and then they lost, and then he came back.
3: Yeah, I think I think he missed one against Green Bay. Matt Moore lost, but played well in that game, and then they beat the Vikings. I think that was it, because then they beat the uh, they they lost the Titans in his return. No, they had a bye this week. And they lo- they lost to the Titans, but he played very well. I think he had 411 yards and, like, three touchdowns, about touchdowns about or something like that. About three games. If you really look at it, it's three games. So, yeah, all right, it's essentially three games because he got hurt in the second oh, quarter.
2: But games. Tom Brady missed that's four, a- and he deserves to be in the MVP conversation. I don't, don't want to hear. He didn't miss four games. Not this year. The year hold he on. got suspended. Hold, hold on, hold yeah, but he on, shouldn't on. have won.
3: So so he was in me. the conversation. You're yeah, all right, he was so fifth think, or sixth or something like Tom that. Brady
0: you think Tom Brady should be in the MVP he
3: competition? Said, I think he said the year he was suspended. I think oh, was this year, too. Out. No, not this year. Oh, you're of your mind! Not this Tyler, year. Please. Not this year.
0: Please, Tyler.
2: Tom please. Brady absolutely deserves to be in the MVP conversation.
0: Are you out of your damn mind? I, I mean, Who's got, not got
3: not the best record in football? The the they're the 49ers. They're tied.
0: Damn What are you, nuts? Go look at the numbers this
2: year. For you, he leads you, the league, awesome? first of all, in attempts. So that shows you that he is the offense. Uh, right, but if you're going to judge... He's the, got the same uh, interceptions as Lamar
3: Jackson Right, does. but if you're going to judge that logic, more Mahomes deserves it more over him because that team has no running game either. <laughs> the Ravens don't have a running game? I said Mahomes, not Lamar Jackson.
2: Oh. Yes, Russell. I'd say with Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson and Patrick
3: Mahomes would both deserve it over Brady if you're going to use that logic. Yes, the Lamar- Texans have no running game either. I had Breeze at
2: 1, Brady at 2, Wilson at 3, Luck at 4, and Aaron Rodgers at 5.
3: Okay, at the start of the season, that makes sense. Obviously, Luck retired after that.
2: Well, right, so Rodgers would move up, Mahomes oh. would move up once. Lamar Jackson was 32nd. Oh, yeah, that that looks so bad now. Yeah, that didn't age well. <laughs> that did not age well.
0: That didn't bowl well for you, did it? Did it? <laughs> uh, where'd you put Eli Manning?
2: What was it, 11th,
0: 12th? 20th. <laughs> 20th. <laughs> no, you didn't. 20th was
2: Sam Donald. All right. No, I, Sam Donald Ar- was 16. Ar- Errol, Ar- Ar- here's the bigger question. Where Sam it- Donald's played worse than Eli, so I don't know what you're laughing about.
3: Well, that's a What's tough sample Sam to judge. <laughs> played worse Eli, Eli are you not? He doesn't play worse, no. He had one bad game. <laughs> he had more than <laughs> one bad game. Freaking? Yeah, the what game against the Patriots was his first game bad. He saw ghosts. Okay. That's he one bad go- game. When he
0: asked, when he, oh, my God. When he said he saw ghosts, he said he, he was seeing white white coming in all different
2: directions. That's why he thought he saw a ghost. Bill Belichick a put a bib on him and said, don't worry, kid. I'm going to show you what football is. You sit there, and I'm going to make you go back to USC and go start drinking and having sex with women you don't know again. Oh, That's you're what... an idiot. <laughs> what do you That's mean? Did you not read the report? Did you not read the report about your boy? Oh, Errol, he's a drunken mess. Get out of
3: here. Out of here. That's five, one what instance. the hell are you drinking? Nuts?
2: Apparently whatever oh, dude. Sam Darnold's drinking. John, that is
0: so that is so full of it. Is it video? Is there anything that came out that
2: they was seen? Yeah, to I wouldn't mean I wouldn't overreact to, to
3: one instance. Uh, I'm sure there's plenty of players that do it. No, uh, apparently
2: Jared been on a drinking binge too. Look at him. Nah. Okay, so
3: don't I'd attack Sam Darnold for the same time. Oh thing. no, 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 no. I, I I'm
2: just I'm just poking fun at Sam Darnold to get Errol, L's hair grease a little loose. <laughs> Jeez.
0: No, give me a five. Give me a five right now. For what? Not five for a MVP candidate.
2: Well, despite what you think, Russell Wilson should win the award.
3: I really... No, I don't think he disagreed with that.
2: So Russell Wilson, to me, should win. Then I had Christian McCaffrey at two. Which we both Because he's agree had on. an amazing season. He has,
3: I, he has 17... Really cannot... He has 1709 scrimmage yards and 16 touchdowns right now. To put it in perspective, there's less than 100 seasons where a guy had 2,000 scrimmage yards, and he's on pace to be in the top 20, it looks like, all time in terms of scrimmage yard seasons.
2: Absolutely amazing. So, and clearly you're not talking about win or loss because Deshaun Watson to me is third. The guy is playing with a terrible offensive line. DeAndre Hopkins is not this elite receiver this year that we all thought he was. And he's really sharing the ball quite well.
3: With guys that aren't really that good.
2: (laughs) Right. Like Kenny Stills is an afterthought. Uh, Will Fuller has been constantly hurt. So he's three. Tom Brady to me is four. Sorry Mm, to tell you. A 10-1 record. A 10-1 record speaks volumes. Ten and one record. How Sorry. About,
3: how about this one for another? We're talking about non-quarterback that could deserve it. How about Michael Thomas? Yeah, I thought about Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas, especially and Nick Chubb. that kind of year with a backup quarterback for most of the year. That's that's yeah. really impressive. I actually would have him top five too. Yeah. I would probably have him either fourth or fifth. I I have Lamar Jackson Lamar. third, right. and, and I would I would interchange Watson and, and Thomas. I think they could go either way.
0: Here is the, the top three, and here is the top three. Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and are probably going to give it, if Michael Thomas breaks the wide receiving record, uh, it will
2: be Michael
3: Thomas. A running back doesn't deserve to in, it, but a wide receiver does. It'll be tough for him to break it, but considering he could get 1,700, 1,800 yards with, again, half the year of a backup quarterback. Listen, who's I, a good backup quarterback right. in Bridgewater, but still, that's right. still impressive himself. I'm
2: not knocking Michael Thomas for his season. But Christian McCaffrey is doing the equivalent as a running back. No, I'm not saying that. And I just better. got told the running back doesn't deserve to be in no, the conversation. No, I had him
3: second. I'm just saying I would put Thomas fourth or fifth is what I'm saying, and definitely over Tom Brady. You'll, Lamar Jackson,
0: Russell Wilson. You'll see when they pick the top three, I'll put I'll put money on it. It's going to be Russ, Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and probably Michael Thomas if he comes even close to.
2: I would say
3: 18, 1,900
0: yards. I don't. I don't, If he comes anywhere close to that, he'll eclipse it. It's going to be him. Christian McCaffrey will fall out at four.
3: I don't know if you could do that with a 21, 2200 twenty-two hundred-yard scrimmage season. That's insane right. in itself, too. Right. That's going to be again top twenty, top thirty all, to all time. Remember I said that. Quote me on this. The- no, I know I'm how they doing. I'm doing we're it. we I would. Right. Write. We're no, not, I'm not. We're trying not. Of, Guess what they want? Right. I could care less. What they want? Right? Do. No, the NFL loves quarterbacks. They're going to give it to three quarterbacks. They'll, they'll, be, they'll right. be the finalists.
2: Russell Wilson, Lamar Jackson, and I mean, probably Deshaun Watson. They'll, yeah, I really can't. I, I, it's been very, it's
0: been very impressive what Lamar Jackson has been doing. I, I've been very impressed with the kid. I'm not. I I wasn't a full believer. I thought he was going to be good, but I didn't. I didn't think he was going to be. I thought he was probably. The fourth and fifth worst quarterback in that draft. And if you look at that draft, that draft just looks like it was a good draft. I mean, seriously. You got Allen. You got Darnold. Baker's all right. He's, he has to have a good season. but you, And then you have Lamar Jackson. I mean, that's a pretty good quarterback draft. If these guys become franchise quarterbacks, that's a very um, –
3: uh, that's a ridiculous quarterback class. Michael, right. Michael, and Thomas, Rosen FRI, FRI, Michael Thomas is going to emerge too. FYI, Michael Thomas is twelve forty-two yards, so it's right. a very good done. pace for 1700
0: 1800 yards. Josh Rosen is done, my friend. I think he's going. I think
3: he's going to really quit done. football. I think he's going to go into professional
2: tennis. I, I think Thomas is. Yeah, he's
0: a great tennis player. He's a great tennis player. He's better than he is. He's a better tennis player than he is a football player.
2: Kyler Murray a better football, baseball player than he is a football player. He's still playing football. Right now, yes. Don't we don't know that. if that will change. I
0: don't believe that. I don't believe that. Tyler Murray, Tyler, uh, Kyler Murray is, uh, I think he's going to be a, a superstar. I really do think he's going to be a superstar at, at the quarterback position.
3: Mm. He's a he talented really player, going, but, again, if he does move up playing baseball too – because he g- can play the minor league system, he'll get he'll get paid more, too. I think he made the right decision going into the draft and playing football, but, again, there are other factors to be determined with that, too. Injuries. Evan White's contract shows you he made the wrong decision. Right. In, if, if He gets, starts getting banged up with injuries because that offensive line is terrible. Maybe if Kingsbury gets fired, if he's not good as a coach. He's not going to get fired. Not right now. I'm just saying maybe three, four years down the road if but he's Jason still Jason Garrett ain't going to get fired. No, I, get fired. I'm not denying that. I'm just saying that. If Cliff Kingsbury struggles as a head coach and maybe the Cardinals don't want to do Murray because he, he was a Kingsbury product kind of thing, then maybe they'll move on from him. Maybe he'll decide, all right, I'm done. I'll go play baseball. There's, it's always a possibility. Don't think, I don't think Kyla Murray's bad. Think, I'm just saying it's a possibility.
0: You don't think ja- Jason Garrett is going to get fired?
3: What? He's think, not going to get I, fired. I,
2: I, if he doesn't get re-signed, that's not being fired. He hasn't been he's fired, dead. and he's been the worst coach in football for almost a decade. So, yeah. Really?
0: The worst, worst coach in football? He's one of five that has 20, 20 wins over 500 right now in the league. What are you talking about? Another stupid statement.
2: Errol, who's oh. the worst coach? Errol? Outside Jason of Freddie Gary Kitchens, not- give me a worst coach in the NFL. Oh, uh, it's not Pat- Jason
0: Gary. Pat
3: Scherner. Pat Schirmer, He's not a say. bad
0: coach. What are you talking about? Jason Gary is not a bad coach. Go look at his record, buddy. Is he on drugs? Go look at his record.
3: Is he drunk? No, Are you he, kidding? He only drinks once a year. He's not drunk.
2: <laughs> Are you actually kidding? No, go look. Are it. you defending Jason it. Garrett? Yes, I am. Okay. Yep. So let him go to yeah. the Jets and see how bad or well you do. That's um, what I'll say. Of all, first of all, the Jets have their own mess as it is. So right. So Jason Garrett's such a great coach, why don't you want him? He's great.
0: I think I think Jason Garrett is a, a very good coach in the league. If you look at his numbers and what he has done in the league so far,
2: he's been pretty damn good. Go look at the teams he's had over the years. Yeah, he has talent, really,
0: winning record, his
2: talented teams, in,
0: a talented
2: team, huh? Talented teams, a really talented team. Tony Romo. If you look at Tony Romo's career, he's probably one of the best regular season quarterbacks we've seen in a long time. First of all, Des Bryant, Bryant Tony elite wide receiver for years. They,
3: not even a Hall of Famer. He didn't say that. He so, said that. That's not what I said. He said he was a good regular season. Not board. what I said.
0: No, no, he's not, he's, I, I'm sorry. Tony Romo was as good as what the, offense is, what the offense was built around. And
2: he built that offense. Say what you want about Jason Garrett. Jason Garrett doesn't have a word to say. What? Oh, what, what are you not Are I'm you not insane? Talking. You think Jerry Jones listens to Jason Garrett? That's like saying Jones. Aaron Boone. It's, it's giving Hal Steinbar instructions.
0: Jason Garrett is the coach. He calls the plays, buddy. He calls the plays except this year. Except this year. This is the first year. I can honestly say Jason Garrett is not calling the play. It's the first year.
3: Right, but, the first. Errol,
2: if he was such a good coach, why would they take play calling away from him?
0: They took it away from him because they wanted to concentrate on the whole team, which he had problems doing last year. That's why.
2: Well, the defense was better last year when he didn't have anything to do with it. So <laughs> why the
0: defense is better? I'll tell you why the defense was better last year. You want to know why? Because teams didn't have tapes on that line. Really, that many tapes on that on that front seven. That front seven people didn't have all tapes on all those guys. Like tapes. Like you, you go, you go searching. Like for instance, the Jets going into the season, everybody knew what Greg Williams was going to do early in the season. Everybody knew what he was going to do. Now he's blitzing safeties and and blitzing corners in in the
2: game. Speaking of which, Jamal Adams should be in the MVP conversation too.
3: He did that in the past though with the Rams though too.
2: that game will be gonna, gonna beat, close to be points.
0: Down on Cincinnati you know so i i, I, I just think i'll be very surprised if the Jets don't win this game and, and they'll win by at least at least a touchdown
2: no they'll cover they'll double the spread Drunk.
0: So, <laughs> uh, I, it, it just, I I just think it's been very impressive what uh, Adam Gaze Adam has done the last three weeks. I mean, it's I know it's against bad teams, but you again, they're NFL teams. And Oakland is not a bad team.
2: No, Oakland is so, a very good team.
0: Ridiculous.
3: No, he's a very we'll average head coach, right?
0: But I think I think he's been very impressive on how he's running that offense to Sam. And maybe, maybe, who knows? He was the right guy for the job for Sam to develop Sam. Who knows? So we'll see.
3: We'll see. We will it would be
0: the first time that he'll get the compliments that he's developed a quarterback, because he's never developed a quarterback. So
3: right. I don't want to hear about quarterback guru. Or Winter, no, or nobody, I don't think cool. anyone said that. I think they were just saying... I mean, Ryan
2: Tannehill played pretty well when he was healthy. Yeah, old. that's one season. No, whenever he was
3: healthy for stretches, he played very well. Okay, so then you're dealing with small sample sizes. The only really big sample size for a whole season was Jay Cutler. I don't know. That was it.
2: Well, right, but Jay Cutler played pretty well under Adam Gates the year he was there. Right, and 2013, then, he had a
3: very good season.
2: Right, and then also, if you really want to go into it, Ryan Tannehill right now in Tennessee is probably the reason they're still afloat. Ryan Tannehill?
0: I'll tell you, man, I, I, I will say this. I don't think Ryan Tannehill will ever be a starting quarterback in this league again. Ever. I mean, they benched drafted. a
2: starter for
3: him, so he'll start I, somewhere.
0: I understand that, but he's not going to be there next year. They're drafting right. the quarterback.
3: Right, right. But Ryan, Mariota won't be there either. Ryan Tannehill can still stay no, there I don't as think the backup. So either.
0: I don't think Marcus Mariota will be there next year either. You're absolutely right. I think Marcus Mariota, to me, He's either gonna go to a team like Cincinnati or something like that, or he's gonna go or he's gonna be a backup quarterback in this league, just like Jameis Winston. I think
2: Jameis Winston is a backup quarterback. I can see it. it I can see Winston being a backup. Mariota's got upside. The problem with Mariota is he can't stay healthy. If I was Jacksonville at this point, I would sign as many quarterbacks as possible and just let them all fight it out. <laughs> I, I agree with you.
3: Uh, the problem is that the problem up. is that's going to be costly.
2: <laughs> Mario is not going to get the payday you think he's.
3: Yeah, I didn't say that. I said, and Nichols' still... contract now seems like right, nothing. but it's still good, right. It's still going to be costly for the position, though. Is my point? He,
0: he, he going to get big money from now next year. That kid Conklin, that kid's going to make a lot of money next
3: year. Jacksonville? I don't think they really need an offensive line. Oh,
0: Conklin, Conklin from from Tennessee.
3: Oh, you think the Titans will pay him? Okay. I think you meant Jackson. <laughs> yes, I've
0: just said that. A Titan that's going to be available in the offseason is going to get a lot of money. It's Conklin.
3: Okay. I think for they're going to keep him. No, I thought you meant from the Jack Wars. Okay, that was confusing.
0: No, I don't think, I don't think they're going to keep him. I don't. I don't
2: either. I don't well, think they're going to be able that's to That's good, go good news him. for the Giants. That's what that means. hope so,
3: but... Jack Conklin no should be get target then. A. I don't know.
2: Because <laughs> they need tackles in the they worst do. possible way. do.
3: Yeah. Anything to get Mike Remmers off the field.
2: Actually, I like Remmers more
3: than Chad Wheeler. Uh, I mean, it's, very, it's a, it's a battle of two up. awful players, but still, I, I probably would take Wheeler. Impressed. I've
0: been very impressed with some of the things that have happened in the NFL this year. And I think, I think we're going to be very surprised who's going to be in the Super Bowl this year. I do. I think, a lot of, I think we're going to have a surprise. I think there's going to be a surprise team it's going to come out oh well, the, the nfc could be out.
3: the nfc could be anybody there's a lot of good teams yes. in that nfc i think there could be a
0: surprise i think there's going to be a surprise team in the nfc this year and i think and i don't believe i'm telling you i don't think the patriots are good enough to get into
3: the super bowl well it's going to be either them or the ravens i really don't think anyone else is I that know good i do about that man i don't, I I don't really think anyone that. else is that good i think the afc this year is very it's like the I nba eastern conference i really oh, no, there's right. nobody really that good besides the patriots and ravens Buffalo gets into that round against the Patriots. I think Buffalo could beat them. They I can knock. Buffalo maybe, maybe they play one game. I don't think they'll beat the Ravens though. After that, I, I'm just saying. I
0: think the Patriots could get
3: knocked out by Buffalo. Yeah, in the second I round. That's not good. the Super Bowl. That's not that, the Super mm, Bowl. That's the that second depends. round.
2: The Patriots might get home if the Patriots get home field. Then you're not
3: beating them in. Any I anymore. don't
0: care. I don't care. I think the Patriots are beatable this year. I do. Right,
3: but no, that's, no. that's not the that's not the that's not the AFC Championship game. That's the second round if they I play. I know that, Speedy.
0: That's
3: so not they, what I'm saying. You th- do you think they would I beat the Ravens if they beat the Patriots? No. Okay, so that's still I'm the Ravens in the Super Bowl. <laughs> that's still I the Ravens think, in the Super Bowl. <laughs> but uh, that doesn't mean
0: nobody's picking the Ravens to go to the Super Bowl. Still,
3: they're not. Well, I think it's, nobody's
0: picking the
3: Ravens. All right. Well, I'm just go saying. Look I, go
0: look at the go look at the Sports Illustrator right now. Nobody's picking the Ravens. Nobody. Right. Probably so, still
3: most see, people are see, taking see, the Patriots. I'm just saying, I've, probably still everyone's picking the Patriots because that's pretty safe. No, it's just. That,
0: that, that doesn't mean. Listen, I, I, I'll tell you this about the AFC. The AFC is so open this year. It's. Ridiculous.
3: No, it's not. Yes, it's it is. very top yes, heavy. I think it's really either the okay. Patriots or the Ravens. All right. I agree well, with you where I think problem. the Patriots are more vulnerable to win, to lose a game. But I don't think the team that would beat them could beat the Ravens, too. I, I just don't see it. Well, That's two difficult that. opponents in I mean, a row. When is the last time you really know. see a legitimate AFC wildcard run? Probably was that Ravens the last time they I won. Will, I will tell
0: you, I it doesn't so happen.
3: It's be, not a conference of parity.
0: I wouldn't be so surprised if you see Josh Allen versus Lamar Jackson in the AFC title. And the Ravens would win that,
3: that, would that game. That's, I, I, it I could think, happen. It well, just, I, I would think the Ravens would win that game. Just so everybody
2: knows. Yeah, the Patriots haven't lost a home game in a year and a half. I could,
3: I could see see Yeah, Carolina like that. was the last team, I think, to do it. It wasn't last year.
2: They went 8-0 no, at home last no, year. No, I know. It was two years ago. So that's what? One I'm game in two you. years? Two and a half years?
3: I think that was week four or something like that. That was early in the 17th season. Right.
0: I don't care. Listen, I don't care how many times the Patriots have won at home. That's all. But you should. Any given Sunday... At any given Sunday. Except New anybody England. Could, and, I think, and I think the Patriots are very vulnerable
2: this year. That I defense ain't vulnerable. vulnerable. All right.
0: I'm telling you right now, man. You should, I, I
2: think Josh Allen can absolutely beat him. I think Lamar sure. could, could absolutely beat him. The Cleveland Browns could get in the playoffs. That doesn't mean they're going to. If the Cleveland Browns get into the playoffs, man, that dangerous.
0: Thing
2: no, not now. That no. offensive line's awful. And that defense is suspect, I, I No, it's not.
3: I guess that so. defense
2: is good. That, that defense if, is <laughs> stopped. <if> <laughs> Miles <laughs> Garrett suspended the whole year?
3: Ugh, I don't Miles know.
2: Garrett, that front set. Do you realize how much talent they have on that front seven?
3: Vernon, Schobert.
2: I don't love anything else. Uh, Sheldon Richardson played very well back in a defensive end role last week. He
3: played very well. I mean, maybe.
2: But, Larry Ogunjobi is not uh, something to sneeze at. Larry Joby's good up the middle. He's a and pass stop. rushing
3: type defensive tackle. So he's what? not really a great run stopper.
2: You lost a pass rusher. So, yeah,
3: having a pass rusher up the middle is fine. Okay. I, but he's, even that, he's not elite at.
2: He's good. Denzel Ward is an elite corner I like their, I like
3: their corners. I'll, I'll give you that. I'm still not crazy about their safeties. And well, Morgan Burnett's out. Showbert's really the only linebacker that's great with Kirksey being out for the year. So it's, Avery's there. I like uh, no, Gennaro Avery Avery's Avery's got fine. traded. He got traded to the Eagles. Oh, that's right. Again, well, I again, like I that he Oh, Mac Wilson. Mac Wilson's there. All right. I mean, I guess he's a good second option. And I'll tell you this. Still, if, mm. Oakland
0: gets, if Oakland somehow gets in,
3: they're dangerous too. Uh, here's See, the thing about
2: uh, Oakland. You got blown out by the I, Jets. I don't trust you to get in the playoffs. I mean,
0: yeah, but here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Jets, some teams are just, like for instance, like the Knicks. They beat the Dallas Mavericks both times this year. I mean, maybe that, and, and the Knicks have what four wins, and they got two of their right. four wins against. Maybe that's just they just play well; they match up very well against the Dallas Mavericks. So it, it might be a matchup, and i
3: will tell you, we'll see. That. Come time, the matchups kind of thing. I don't know if long term they they're going to be tough. They might win a game if it is the right matchup, but I I don't see them winning more than one game if they do make it. Because that defense is still very suspect, especially in that secondary, too. And that pass rush isn't very good, either. They're still very young all at the same I time. That, I, think the
0: is, I think the AFC is very well open. It's absolutely open. And I think I think whoever gets in at those wild-card spots could make a run. I, I, just, I think it's a weird year. I think this year... Kansas City could go to the Super Bowl this year. No. They're very not conceptually
3: college. suspect, though, too. they You, you want to say the Patriots are vulnerable in a lot. And Andy Reid does not yeah.
2: win playoff games.
3: Kansas City can't yeah. stop the run and doesn't That's run the right. ball. And, and, and Tyler,
0: you said it best. Kansas City does not win playoff games. And it's funny you say that best. And it usually happens when those teams make a run. It yeah. usually happens that, like that.
2: No, you're right. That's it does.
0: That's football. That's the weirdest thing. It's when you least expect it. All of a sudden, Kansas City makes a run and wins the Super Bowl. It's 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 like. But
3: usually, those kinds of things happen more in the NFC. They don't happen in the AFC very
0: often. Stop with this. Stop with this, like
3: you know. NFC's a real conference of parody. Look at the Super Bowl appearances. The last. Okay. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Listen, there's three things you can bet on in life. God, death, and Tom Brady and Bill Belichick being in the AFC Championship game. Right, but those but, three but, things are certain. But
3: even judging the teams, look at look at the last I think 16, 17 years since the Buccaneers Raiders Super Bowl. The besides the Ravens year, which is the one oh, anomaly my. right now.
0: You and your numbers. Brady and Belichick. You and no, your it's a, it's not even
3: numbers, it's trends. Yes. The the every team that's been in the Super Bowl in the AFC is either the Patriots, Steelers or whatever team Peyton Manning was on. Okay. And and,
0: and right now it's so open, anything could
3: happen. I agree with you on the Ravens. I think they have l they're a very legitimate threat. They're I think better all around right now performance wise than the Patriots are. I don't see anyone else though. Well,
0: you don't see anybody else because you you look at things with a glass half
3: full. So um, you mean I, I empty. look at it in a whole different different way. I think
0: it's, this is gonna be a fun this is gonna be a fun playoff run. I I'm gonna be really excited about this year's playoffs because I think there is a lot of winnable, serious, crazy games that is going to happen in the playoffs, and I think you're going to, be, you're going to see a lot of surprise. I absolutely believe that. So It's I'm possible.
3: Positive. I just see it more in the NFC, not the AFC. I
0: don't. I, I think the AFC is going to be more interesting, even, even, even with a, a backup quarterback with Pittsburgh. I, just something tells me this year. Oh, Pittsburgh's He's not a, a backup. Better. He's a third string. They show themselves to the be.
3: I'm, not, when, I'm just telling you. If that I'm defense just, continues to play well, it's possible they can win a game. I just don't I'm see just them much after that.
0: I, 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 see, I see the league being very interesting this year in the playoffs. The Ravens Center's
3: out for the year. I didn't it's know a that. I
0: guarantee that it's going to be Baltimore and the Patriots. I'm sorry. It doesn't look like that all the time.
3: I don't know. So, that that Ravens team so is far, very I'm complete. You and expect. you're saying with Lamar Jackson, he's been doing things that we haven't seen anybody do. He's been phenomenal. He's going to the All right. right. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving, Mr. Mark.
2: Well, we got into the MVP
3: conversation. Yeah, we did. So what was your actual top five? Because I don't know if you actually said it in full. I think you said it in spurts. Uh,
2: Number five would be Lamar Jackson. Just don't. I, I get it. The guy has completed. Not completed. The man has attempted. Less passes. Then Andy Dalton, who's benched now.
3: Well, Andy Dalton gets a bunch of garbage time yardage, but okay. No, attempts. Passing <laughs> no, attempts. I, I know that. That's, but you throw more
2: when you're down. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mason Rudolph. These are all guys throwing the ball more. Okay. Bad teams throw the ball more because they're down. <laughs> right. But Lamar, To, uh, did you answer the phone? We'll find out. All right. Welcome to the home stretch. How may I help you? Hi, I'm Mr. Tyler Harrison. How are you? Hello, Beeb. How are you? Hashtag uh, ban the beef. Got a pounding
1: headache. That's why I didn't come today. But um, I think Errol Marks is crazy. I think I agree with Speedy. The NFC is more wide open than the AFC. Game. Oh, I thought you I meant think Jason Garrett
2: team. being a good coach. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: Oh, I'm definitely wrong about that. I don't know what the hell he's drinking. <laughs> Jason Garrett's one of the worst coaches in the NFL. Right. He's terrible. I don't care what his numbers are. He, he doesn't win anything. What does he want? He's won nothing. And he's had, and he's had very talented teams and he's right. won nothing.
2: Right.
1: Right. So I don't want to hear it. And, he, and for him, not, I mean, he, he lost in that Patriot game.
2: I mean, I think a lot of to be honest in that with you, Patriot you're kind of lucky. W- I think the game was in the conditions it's in because I honestly think that if it wasn't, if it was in perfect conditions, the Patriots looked like they knew everything that they were about to do before the ball was even hiked.
1: Well, what I don't understand is how can a referee call two
2: tripping calls, but there's been two tripping calls called. Oh, over here, here I I didn't freaking. see the first no, no, one. Officer, no,
3: on. Mike, I didn't see the first no. one. Was it really that egregious? Because I saw the second one on, with High Tower. That one was a terrible call. Was, I agree with you on that.
1: When the game was on the line, they called a tripping call after the Cowboys got a first down. Right. The one on High
3: Tower I saw, that was a terrible call. I, I didn't come see the first on. one. I
1: mean, that, that's, you, you're ruling that you get two tripping calls in one game, and they call two tripping calls. Come on, right? Mm-hmm. But I mean, that's just—I I don't know. But regardless of, you know, the Cowboys' defense played okay. I mean, but like you said, Tyler, the weather—the weather was terrible. You know, both quarterbacks didn't look good. I mean, Cooper got shut down. There was, there was a lot of reasons why the Cowboys lost this game. Whitten was dropping. Well, that
3: ball. was expected to happen because the Patriots you, always you, do that. You never
1: see Jason Whitten drop balls. He was dropping balls like crazy. So, mm-hmm. I mean. I just, I think I I blame it on coaching and the Patriots, the special teams, and that one interception. That's why they won the game, not because of Tom Brady.
2: Oh no, agreed. I here, I'm just gonna bring this up because this stat line I think sums it up best. Ready? Just bear with me for one second. I do not know the numbers off the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure if I remember correctly, they prove a point that I've been saying all year. No, that's right. Twenty-one yards. I'm sorry. Twenty-one attempts, eighty-six yards. That is Ezekiel Elliott's stat line from Sunday. Yes. Dallas yeah. is now one and four when Ezekiel Elliott does not play well.
3: That's not bad though. Eighty-seven yards. That's what four and a half yards of carry. That's pretty good in those conditions. No, he was
1: getting. He was. He was doing okay, and then they had to go to the passing game right. to try and put, they could
3: put the exactly. The, like, what, I
1: mean. So Gilmore shut down Cooper, which was. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I told you, know, was,
3: which I told you would happen, and I also said, Mike, the Patriots always let teams run in the beginning, and they'll stop them he when they need on. to. Did you
1: think he was going to have zero catches for zero
3: yards? Not no. zero, but I did think he would struggle. I actually thought yes, because no, the I Patriots love know. to take out with double teams and yeah, the just certain the systems. They team. love to take out number one receivers, and if you don't have a good number two or if you have a big drop-off between your one and your two, those kinds of offenses really struggle.
1: Yeah, but the reason why the Patriots won this game was because they blocked that punt, and they put Tom Brady in great field position, and they took the touchdown. That's the only touchdown in the game.
3: Right. That was it. Oh, that's fair.
1: That was, that special was, special teams, that was, teams can matter that was, in that kind that was, of game. Brady didn't, Brady didn't move the ball down on the Cowboys at Not all. So
3: so no, he didn't. No, he didn't.
2: But here's on. the thing, and this is the difference between Dak Prescott and a quarterback that will win three Super Bowls in a row. That's a game that's a game that the quarterback's gotta find a way to win. Which he hasn't done, but okay. so it. He's been to what? Five in the last six years? Some crazy stat like that.
1: Go go look at Dak's numbers. He has very good numbers.
2: Yeah, he does. That's fine.
1: And and also he plays well in the playoffs when he's been in the That's
2: fine. You're six and five and you're four 0 oh in the worst division in football. That means you're what? Two and five against average or better competition.
1: Yeah, but he's played well against Minnesota. He, he, played, he did. played good. He did play well Minnesota. against Philadelphia.
2: Philadelphia. So right, Philadelphia is the one game I give him. You beat up on the Redskins, the Dolphins, and, and, and the Giants. And,
1: and, and, and he played very well in Minnesota too. He's not the reason why they lost the game again. He gave out the coaches. They yes, that game in
2: right. Minnesota. I just said he played well against Minnesota in the Eagles game. Outside of that. You beat up on the Dolphins, the Redskins, the Giants. I think you played the Redskins twice. No. Played the Giants no, twice. Played the, play the Giants, Giants, Giants twice.
1: Played the last game of the year.
2: I'm sorry. This is what I said in the beginning of the season, Mr. Dallas. You're going to lose to the Patriots. You're going to lose to the Bills on Thursday.
1: No, they're not, they're not losing to the Bills
2: at home. You're losing to the Bears. The Rams are in do or die, and I think you're going to lose to the Eagles. No. You will beat not the not. Washington Redskins. That's a guarantee. But I, I think, your I, I next think four weeks are going to be hell. I
1: think they can beat the Rams and the, and, and the, the Bears. The, the, the they boys,
3: match up really well in. against the Rams. I think they'll beat them too. Chicago could be tough, team. though, with that, uh, that run defense, though. and You're forgetting the strengths of the Bills and the Bears. Run stopping. Zeke's not, not running. Not the, the Bills. Not the Bills. They're the very bi- average in run defense. They're better in pass defense. No. Yeah, so Davis White is, Olympic, is just but as but good but as Stephon Gilmore. And but how did Amari Cooper look last week?
2: Come on. Stop being oh. a – stop sipping the Kool-Aid. Wake up. It, it's uh, not going to be a uh, fun four weeks uh, for you. I'm
1: going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to say this to you right now. If the Cowboys lose for the Bills on Thursday, their season is over.
2: Yeah. Absolutely, because the Eagles have the if easiest they, schedule lose, the rest if of the they way.
1: Lose, I don't think they're going to lose to the Bills after coming off this loss. I, I think they win this game. But if they if they lose to the Bills, which I wouldn't be surprised if they did lose, because the Bills do have a good team, I'm just saying that if they lose this game, I think the Cowboys are done, and I think Jason Garrett, uh, I don't know if they'll fire him in season. They probably You can't probably fire him
2: if he's but, going to not resign. Yeah. He's, no, I don't want to return. I no, he's <laughs> Jason. Jason Garrett. You're gonna love where Jason Garrett goes. He's gonna come up here and haunt Speedy. He's he's the next giant coach. That 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 is full. Where there's smoke, there's fire. You know Pat Shermer is getting fired, and you know damn well that David Gallman is gonna bring in somebody that doesn't deserve the job. He he can't. He's just
1: not a good coach. He doesn't. So in that Patriot game, the Cowboys were on, on the Patriots 20-yard uh, line, I think, or something like that, and maybe it was and 7 why, why kick a field goal there?
2: Go for it. Yeah, well, guess what? And th- I actually agree with a lot of people on this. That's the one thing Jason Garrett probably did right that entire football game. You go uh, yeah, on fourth down and don't get that, your game is over anyway. Not why? Because they're getting the ball back again? They get the ball back, and the New England Patriots run out the clock better than any other team in football.
1: No, but no, there
2: was still a lot of time left on that. You don't think Tom Brady would have put together a drive to end the game?
1: He tried to, and the Cowboys stopped him. They got the ball back after
3: he kicked that field goal. What are you talking about? Where was they the moved where, the ball? Where was the field position? I Because I, I didn't separate. see the second half on, until the very was, end. I think
1: it was on um. What, I think the it Twenty yard line. Twenty yard line.
3: Okay, I'm just curious. And how how much time was in the line, in game too? How much time was in the game too? Because uh, well, obviously the playing. field goal would have made it thirteen and no, nine. The Cowboys, they can't,
1: the Cowboys kicked that field goal and then they stopped the Patriots. The Cowboys had the ball back
3: with like two minutes left. Ooh, that no, that's that, that, that's a tough call. That could go either way. I, mean, I don't. I'm not really gonna blame him either way. That's a that's a tricky no, decision.
1: No, I'm, bl- I'm blaming him, and I and I, I think should have went it on that. Every
3: everyone else both used to, they the have went it. I probably would have two, but again, it's not something you necessarily fault him for in those weather conditions that we. Maher
2: made his twenty-nine-yard field goal with six oh, minutes 29. left.
3: Okay,
1: okay, it was twenty-nine. Six minutes left. Yes, okay, so it was.
3: I'm not blaming him for that. You I, trust what brought you there? A twenty-nine-yard kick is at the twelve-yard line. No. Well, yeah, because it's also the back of the end zone and the.
1: Um, yeah, so the twenty-nine. Yeah. yeah, so exactly. I think right I think that's
3: that's at the twelve-yard line. So, so I, was, I, was I probably would have gone for it too. But again, it's it's a tough call either way because again, if the Cowboys do get the stop and then they go for the touchdown, they could take the lead. So, it's yeah, it's
1: even if you even if you would have pun- even if you would have uh, missed it in the pictures or the ball on the um twenty-nine yard line. No, right? I agree. I'm not no, saying
3: at the twelve-yard line, but I I agree with you. I saying I would have gone for it too, but. It's not necessarily bad if you wanted to kick a field goal because it's not – if it's 4th and 1, it's a different story. It was 4th and seven. Yeah, well,
1: because they had, they had three timeouts so I understand what are Right. It's also 4th and seven, so that's not an There's easy conversion. On clock, but then I'm also thinking, let's say Tom Brady with the ball in his hands, one of the best quarterbacks in the game, he's going to run this clock out.
3: That's what I just said. That's fair. No, that's fair. That's fair. It that's just what also that's, sum- what
1: I, that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking, okay, they're going to keep the field goal. They're never going to see the ball again because Don Brady has the ball, and he's, and he's going to go down the field for a touchdown.
3: Right, but they could do that anyway if they went for it. Right, two, right. So. On the clock, yeah. what, what I'm like, saying uh, to that you is, really, that's a whole and different I don't
2: thing. I don't care what anyone says, Speedy, you, you can be the um, and judge to this. Knowing every Cowboy fan that calls in on this network, if he had went for it and didn't get it, you'd all be calling for his head right now. Why would Don't you go me. for it? No. That's Bill Belichick. No. Why would you try and go Amari no. Cooper had two no. targets, zero catches. You're not no. moving the ball. Ezekiel Elliott is basically gonna get nine guys in the box. What did you want him to do? You kick the field goal, you trust your defense, and you try to get the ball back. That's well, what he did. Get did. The
1: ball back, but I, I just felt like that he should have gone for it in that position. He should have went for it.
2: Be honest about yourself right now.
1: Had no, he had no, not
2: gotten no. it, I'll you would have no. wanted him fired.
1: No. I, I want to fire it anyway, regardless of. Well, want right, to hit,
2: but or not. It, right. But it, you would be extra more mad if he had went no, for it and no, didn't get no, it. Not the, of, you're not being honest no, about it. No,
1: if I am being honest because I said he should have went for it. I, and I believe that if he didn't get it, then whatever. He wouldn't have got it. But I think he uh, he should have went and tried to get that touchdown or whatever. Seven yards, first down. Even Troy Aikman said it. Troy Aikman to Troy Aikman Dallas
2: Homer. What are you talking about?
0: Joe, Joe, Joe Buck said it.
2: Oh, another homer! No,
1: he's—he hates the Cowboys. What we'll He does
2: not hate him. the Cowboys. Yes, he does. He does not hate the Cowboys.
1: Stephen A. even said it. i, I mean, what's his name? Max Kellerman said they all these guys Max said they Kel- should have went for
2: it. Max Kellerman. They
1: all said it. All these oh announcers Kel- said that they
2: should have went for it. Has Stephen A. Smith been right about anything he said about football, ever?
1: Not really, but I'm, just, I'm just... No, okay, so... Of, ...of guys who said it. That's all.
2: That's fine.
1: And, I'd and be interested to know that, what I Joe wouldn't Gibbs says. If they, wouldn't have got it, if they wouldn't have got it, I wouldn't have been mad. Because they still had three timeouts, and the ball would have been in the same position anyway, and off a off, 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 kickoff. So, what are they going to be mad about?
2: You take the three points.
1: Yeah, you take the three points. I, mean, I understand that he has a chance to win the game with a touchdown, but no. You go for it, Dave. You get that first down. I'm sorry.
2: To be honest with you, I'm more impressed that he trusts Brett Maher that much to make the field goal.
1: Exactly. That's my point, too, because he's been a terrible kicker.
2: But.
1: Yeah, I know he's hit a couple of 50 yard field goals in the, in, uh, this year, but whatever. Right. I mean, I he's the modern
3: know. day Blair Walsh. He'll make booming kicks, and then he'll take short ones for granted. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. But anyway, I mean, I. I in all reality, if the Cowboys lose
2: this they, it's they, done. It's over. Well, you have to lose, and Eagles have to win. If the I mean, the if the Eagles crush the Dolphins, like I, I think they they're going should. to, right? Then it's over.
1: Well, I mean, to me, the Cowboys they know they have right now they're one up on the on the on the Eagles, so they know they have to stay one up until they play them, which is what three weeks. Yes. I think, I think it's Bills, Bears, and then Eagles. Is that what it no, is? No,
2: Bills, Bears, Rams,
1: Eagles. Oh, Bills, Bears, Rams, then Eagles for four weeks.
2: Yeah, you're going to have a rough four weeks. So that's what I've been saying. You have the yeah, hardest today, stretch of your if, schedule so, is right now. So
1: let's just, let's just if the, the Cowboys and Eagles both go 9-7, the Cowboys have a little tiebreaker well for-
2: No, if you both go 9-7, and 7, Philly wins. Well,
3: it depends on oh. who wins the head-to-head, though, too, because if they – if the Eagles' last loss is to the Cowboys, and they both go nine and seven, Dallas would still get it. And also, what, what, it, it would what, also what, depend what, what, on who Dallas the, loses Eagles, to in division too. No, because if it,
1: the Cowboys beat the Eagles, and then and, and the Eagles, whatever, they still go nine and seven.
3: Right, but my point is, if record. if the Eagles do the same thing as the Cowboys to this point and sweep the Giants, and they beat the the Cowboys too, and they're both kind of four and two in division, maybe it would depend on who beats the redskins and who doesn't cuz if, if the eagles also lose to the redskins in the process and dallas wins or vice versa then it comes out of the division record which can make a difference too i'm not yeah, sure right now, I'm, I'm not like sure right who would now, have the conference record if it came if say both of them are 5 the and 1 or something better. like I that Eagle, i think the eagles have a better conference record if i'm not mistaken cuz i know dallas lost to the jets which is out of conference yeah and, the Eagles, think, the, pa- and the Eagles lost to the They both lost to the Patriots. So I, actually, I think Dallas would have the conference record, if, yeah, you know what? unless again the Dallas one of the losses along the way is to, or if the Eagles lose along the way to. Well, no, it have to be Miami. So well, no, okay, I think Dallas would, would have the conference record. It, it wouldn't surprise me if the Giants
1: actually beat the. Eagles,
3: because you know the yeah, no. is 5 and 3 the Eagles no. are 3 and 5. That's going to be hard with that pass rush against it's a terrible no, 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 line easy, and Saquon Barkley against that run defense uh, that could be tricky too. Yeah, But
1: we know how division games go speedy. You know, you know that. Especially the Eagles, you know how any sure. can
3: Sure. I'm just saying I think the Eagles right now their sure. their defense is getting a lot better now. They pull, they've, they've done really well back to back week against Tom Brady and Russell Wilson and the Giants secondary hasn't looked good against anybody.
2: Well, <laughs> Speaking of the what Giants. I
1: what I don't understand with the Cowboys is they, they have the same defense from last year and they stink.
3: Again, I went over this with you last week. Overperformers happened. The defense, interior not over-performers, defensive
1: interior defensive Over
3: performers, Speedy. Okay. Malik had his best year last year. The interior defensive line played very well where they had a top five run defense. The safeties played well when they aren't really yeah, that and good. And now they came back team. down to Earth.
1: <laughs> it was always their interior line that, was, that played well. We, we, we know the
3: right, but, but they're not overly Aaron talented Waters. players. You're not you don't have Aaron Donald and Gerald McCoy in your interior yeah, defensive line. It's not something you could talented, expect to play well all season.
1: Yes, they have other
3: they have other stars, that's fine. I don't know if they would the, – your interior defensive linemen are
1: but he, but he has all great of players.
3: They just and had one Van Derish, great season.
1: Vanderesh is hurt, and this is what worries me when they drafted him. It's just back again, and he had a three sure. in college. Right. But that's a whole different issue.
3: Maybe. Leighton Van Derish, that's a whole different issue, though. Leighton Van, Derish, though. Leighton Van does not solve the inside run defense issue no, and secondary, no, secondary no, issue. I mean, he solves it to an extent because he does help the corners, but – he doesn't solve the lack of corner depth that is an issue. Byron oh, Jones no. is nice, but everyone else is questionable.
1: No, nope. And I just. highly. I don't know. I, I, just, don't know. I just don't get it. it doesn't mean, to me, it's. Just, I don't know. Units it, I mean, overperform at
3: times. Dallas' yeah, defense yeah. for the first time was good since what? 2010 when they were broken out last year? What? 2009? When was yeah. the last time their defense was good before that? Wait. It's not something that was sustainable
1: no one would say but you think you would be with those type of players on there
3: if they if it was a second year then you could be sure about that but there were issues they're not they're not this uber talented amazing defense on paper they just performed well last on year on paper
1: on paper they're very talented sure yeah right but
3: are. are they talented in let's say 6 or 7 of the 11 spots on the field so, let's see. Lawrence is nice. The two linebackers, Smith and Van Der Esch, are nice. Jalen Smith, Van Der Le- Right. And Sean
1: Lee hes still good.
3: But Sean he's Lee went healthy. You've got to specify that. And then Byron yeah. Jones. Name one other consistent other player that has been great year to year.
1: Great year to year? Well, these all new players. I am just so, going so take they're they're, they're,
3: It's whatever. Right, but I'm just saying that's my point. You have young players that you don't know what they are. And the other thing, too, is they're not premier draft picks, either. Oh, no. It's not I, like I you have this first-round defensive tackle that's supposed to be good and had one bad year, one good year. These are all third, fourth-round talents. Yeah, I, I,
1: know what they, so I know what they're supposed to be, but they're they not performing to their potential. Okay, well, that can happen. same thing Zeke So far, he's <laughs> lost. He's lost.
3: Well, that was—the the rust he has is surprising. I'm, I'm surprised it's that much. There
1: should be no rust. It's week 12.
3: I know that. That's why I said it was surprising. That's somebody you can trust lost. to not
1: well, maybe struggle like, like this. he rings out of his nose. <laughs> he looks like an idiot. I don't know. It's just very frustrating to watch this team play when you know they have so much talent. So
3: Maybe if they have less talent than you realize.
1: No, I don't think huh? so. But, again, if they lose to the, like I said, I'm saying it again, if they lose to the Bills, if you so.
3: Very possible.
1: Well, well, we'll see what happens. And I think Errol Marks is out of his damn mind if he thinks Jason Garrett's a good coach. <laughs> so. It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, that, that's pretty much it, guys. He's still talking. Yep.
3: All right. Happy Thanksgiving, Mike.
1: Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Have a good one, Tyler.
2: This show shouldn't be called anything other than Jet Cowboy Talk. Every single Tuesday, all I hear about are the Jets and the Cowboys.
3: And they both stink. Um, Pretty nice MVP discussion. Uh, and, a lesson, and a lesson on why the NFC actually has parity.
2: <laughs> well, I hate to say, it, it, if the Saints don't at least get the NFC championship game, Goodbye, Drew Brees. But um, I I don't know where we're gonna go from here because that really that whole hour really just ruined the show for me.
3: What I say? You want to do MLB rumors? Well, with we BLBs, don't got time for that. Now. You um, you want to do picks? You want to. I don't think we'll have yeah, time. might as well. Screw. I don't think cause I don't think we'll have time for the playhouses. No, definitely not. So,
2: so yeah, we'll just do a rapid fire pick session and maybe talking Yankees
3: next on the home stretch.
1: You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio
3: Network. Welcome back to the home stretch, Speedy Petey here with Tyler Harrison here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. It is time for our Thanksgiving slash Week 13 NFL picks here. Three games on slate for Thanksgiving. Lions and Cowboys play every year, and then there's Saints Falcons again for the second straight year. Very bizarre. So we'll start with that. Bears and Lions, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Uh, yeah. uh, Bears, Lions, this is going to be a very sloppy game. Both these teams are not very good right now. Both teams are playing with pretty much backup quarterbacks <laughs> S- <30. laughs> at this rate. I- I'll take Detroit, though. I think they do win on Thanksgiving. Jeff Driscoll hasn't Might been great. Might not play who they go to then. <laughs> that's
2: what I'm saying.
3: But here's the thing, I think the Lions have been close in all these games so far. I think they've been even with Jeff Driscoll there, or regardless of what quarterbacks there, they have been closer than I expected. They've played well, continue continue to play well. They've lost to some bad teams along the way, but they seem to play well in Chicago. Their offense didn't look good against the Giants secondary. <laughs> yeah, that's a bit concerning. I'll take the Lions on Thanksgiving, very close, low-scoring game. I'll take, I think if Driscoll does not play, I will say 16-13 if he does play 20-13, Detroit.
2: I'm actually going to go with Chicago here. Uh, Their defense has been tremendous all year long. And for the third-string possible quarterback in, no running back. And yeah, Kenny Galladay is emerging as a very good wide receiver. Told you to watch out for him. He, even TJ Hawkinson's not even going to be able to move the football in this football game. Because Roquan Smith is going to be all over him like bread on butter. And Khalil Mack's going to kill the quarterback. So I can't see Detroit mustering offense in any way, shape, or form. Chicago wins this game
3: 17 3 over the lines. All right, Bills and the Cowboys. You hinted at it earlier. Your pick. I'm going to disagree here. I'm going to take Dallas on this one. You're right. Tredavious White, I think, will do a great job shutting down Amari Cooper. I don't think he'll do as well as Gilmore did. He, oh. he really can't do much better than that. But, again, the Patriots also have other guys that can help. I don't know if Buffalo is going to play that system, really. I mean, maybe they do if if mcnermott will be ready for it. Because they have the linebacker talent to do it. If, they, want, if they wanted to. But... I don't know if McDermott will do that. He's more of a zone-type, base-type defense. So we'll see see if that ends up happening. But Buffalo, again, also isn't as good against the run, like I've said. They've been very average throughout McDermott's tenure as head coach. So I think Zeke will have a much better game in this one. And offensively, I think they have some tough matchups, too. I don't know if they have the receiving depth to really expose the Cowboys' issues with their secondary. And like we were saying earlier with the the beef on the phone, their run game has been—run defense inside has been very suspect— the problem is Frank Gore's not in every-down back. Devin Singletary is not really an inside runner, so I think it'll be hard for them to expose that to. So I'll take Dallas. Again, another close, low-scoring game. I'll take them 20-17. to 17.
2: I guess I'm going to have to do it alone. I'm taking the upset. Or not really an upset. I think the better team wins this football game. Here's the thing. All right? Buffalo cannot run the football, but Dallas hasn't really been able to... I, I, I. They are not able to beat good defenses this year for some wacky reason. Minnesota lost. Green Bay got blown out. That game wasn't the score wasn't as indicating of how big of a blowout that game actually was. Patriots lost. So what? Jets lost. What you're seeing I think is defense is a standout right now. Elite defenses have beaten the Dallas Cowboys. Buffalo Bills have a very good defense. And the other thing that no one's talking about, Josh Allen can win big games on the road indoors. Last year, he went up against the Viking team. that Everyone anointed, you know, this Super Bowl contender and everything else. I said, no, 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 calm down. I said it first. (laughs) Well, I agreed. But Josh Allen said, I've got this. Josh Allen's a better quarterback this year than he was last year. And this could be a nice party for him. And by the way we've talked about a lot of revenge games you don't think Cole Beasley wants a piece of that pie? Cole Beasley revenge game calling it now. He might have the best game of his career on Thursday night. Josh Allen's going to look for him and here's the other part about Dallas I told you this in the offseason your offensive line is starting to crack. That crack is now a huge pothole in the middle of the road. Zach Martin. Layout Collins. Travis Frederick is starting to look a little bit slower. Yeah, Tyron Smith. Connor Williams is also there on the uh, the injured reserve, in, injury report, whatever. The Buffalo Bills pass rush is pretty good. Ed Oliver up the middle is a problem. Jerry Hughes on one side. And, um, Oh, man. Shaq Lawson. Shaq Lawson on the other. That's scary. That's very scary. And Tremaine Edmonds is a very, 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 very well young linebacker. I, mm, I I'm sorry. I'm taking the bills here. I do agree it'll be low scoring. I'll actually take your exact score. 20-17 to 17 Buffalo. Brett, Harmer, Brett Har- Maher misses another one. <laughs> mm,
3: mm-hmm. All right. Saints and Falcons. That'll be the eight thirty game on Sunday night. Last year was low scoring and I think a lot of people were surprised by that With how potent those offenses were But again, these two teams have played a lot of low scoring games recently So I think it'll be kind of that same kind of thing I'm going to take the Saints, I think it'll be very close Because Atlanta's defense has played better I know they struggled last week against Tampa But they have been playing better since what they were in the beginning of the season And the Saints offense, even with Breeze back Has definitely shown some inconsistencies, I guess I'm still going to take him to win the game because I trust Drew Brees a lot more in the clutch than I do Matt Ryan. and That's a little that, – I'm not saying Matt Ryan's Philip Rivers, but he's not really – you don't think of him when you think of this Matty guy. Matty Ice I trust is him his the, nickname. Sure, but he's not really what you think of as this guy's this extremely clutch quarterback. So that's one thing. And also I think the running game for the Saints looked good last week against Carolina. I think that can carry over. And Atlanta right now is just a one-dimensional offense, and the Saints' defense is still playing very, very well. So I think it'll be close. I think Atlanta will put up some big plays. I think they'll have some occasional, I guess, running back—not running back, tight ends—presence because they did do well last week in that matchup. And the Saints' safeties—they're eh, okay, but they're not amazing. I'll take. Marcus Williams is tied second in picks. Okay, but. Uh, Will he be on primary tight end duty all the time, or will he be on slot Tomorrow receivers? Mario Davis will probably be on slot receivers, running back stuff like that too. So we'll see. It'll be interesting because I do think Hooper will play in this game, and he's been very good too, even against good defenses. I think he's so, got the most t- catches in the NFL for tight ends. He might. So I think it'll be close. I'll take New Orleans 23 twenty-three twenty-one.
2: Um. The reason I'm taking the Saints to win this football game big is because they have kind of looked eh offensively. Eventually, I'm expecting this team to really just show up with some firepower. And quite frankly, they sure lost last week. They sure lost last week. Drew Brees bailed them out of another bad performance. And here's the other thing. Atlanta beat them already once this year. Sean Payton very rarely loses two times to a division opponent unless their defense is I don't know historically bad but other than that I'm taking the Saints Um, and I also think that Atlanta at this point this is going to be the game where they're just going to they're hot and I think they're going to make some boneheaded decisions during this game just a feeling Uh, New Orleans 34 Atlanta 17
3: all right First of the 1 o'clock games, Titans at the Colts. Another game that's probably very similar score wise to what i predicted already. This is interesting. I'm going to take the Titans, because I think, oh. again, the Colts have been kind of iffy in close games lately. They were good in the beginning of the season. All of a sudden, they're not. The defense has still played well. They did well last week against Houston. I think... That offense is still starting to show some cracks. Marlon Mack still being hurt is going to be a big issue for them. I think he was a big driving force to why they were doing so well in the beginning of the season, and now he's not there. Jonathan Williams has played well so far, but, again, those are two not great run defenses. Jacksonville's been good at times, but, again, they've also been bad. And the same thing with the Texans. The, the Texans actually have been good, but, again, their talent in the, that up front with no J.J. Watt is still questionable, so it didn't surprise me that he played as well as he did. Tennessee's got the talent, and they have the numbers to back that up, and I think that'll end up making a difference. I think T.Y. Hilton plays well, but that's really it. I think that he's always killed divisional teams in his career, but I think that's really it. Jack Doyle maybe could play well, but that's really it. And Tennessee's offense has looked pretty good in recent weeks too. Derrick Henry could get shut down. Colts do have a good run defense, but I think everyone else will flourish. Those corners are eh, not great. I'll take Tennessee close, 23-20.
2: Ugh. I'm going to disagree here I am I, I, this, is, this goes back to the Titans Not knowing what they are and
3: Didn't you pick them to win the division last week? No In your uh, in our playoff thing? I thought you did
2: Maybe I did I don't know But I, I. Something tells me the Colts win this football game at home I am not a huge Believer in this cult team, I think they are very limited as far as what they have available to them. Jacoby Brissett is not Andrew Luck. We've known this. The offensive line is still elite. If it's not the best in the AFC, it's second or third. And they're at home. Now, here's the reason that I'm a little skeptical. Adam Terry cannot make a field goal now if he puts in the end zone. Um... I really don't. I, I'm i debating on now if I should switch. No, the Titans. No, I'm not going to. I'm going to stick with the Colts here. This game's a toss-up. Um, go with your gut. I'm going to go Colts here.
3: 24-21. All right. Potential bloodbath here. Browns and the Steelers.
2: Oh, this game's going to be great. Do you mind if I go? Go for it. Thank you. This game in the first five minutes is going to be very entertaining because uh, there's going to be about five fights. Here's the problem. Wait, did you say Browns and Steelers? Yeah. It's at 425.
3: Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. All right. right. you want to go out of order or you want to pick it up? No, just keep going to 1 o'clock. All right. uh, Jets, Bengals. (laughs) You can go
2: first. All right.
3: I actually am going to take the Bengals here. Oh, wow. I think the Jets, they're hot right now. And then they're just going to go back to being the Jets. This is what they always do. They just when they start to get on a winning streak, they they squander a game they sh- they shouldn't. That's a good point. And the Bengals, I think, have some matchup advantages in this game. That pass rush is is good against 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 a Jets awful offensive line. They have speed guys. They have mostly speed rushers, who I think can contain Darnold from rolling out. They their also cor- have the hardest
2: division. Their the cor- hardest schedule. Sorry, their
3: corners are definitely good enough where they could take away those receivers. Le'Veon Bell, I think, has a game. I think he has a phenomenal game. But again, I don't really see much else. I really don't, and I think the Jets will stall in the red zone a lot. You saw that at times last week against the Raiders. But again, the Raiders also have a bad secondary. The Bengals don't. I don't think you're going to see that same big play prowess, really. Because I think the Bengals' main weakness is the middle of the field. And Le'Veon Bell will be able to expose that the Jets really, and maybe Crowder, the Jets really don't have much else to be able to do that And then offensively, those receivers, I know Errol was hinting at earlier the Jets' young corners have played well at times, and those blitz packages have been good. But those corners, this is going to be the – among the three games they just won, this is going to be the toughest test of receivers. Auden Tate's been good. Tyler Boyd was really good last week. The Redskins, the Raiders – I mean, Tyrell Williams is nice, but the Redskins, the Raiders, the Giants, they don't really have those kinds of receiving cards. And Shepard was out. So I think they'll end up making a difference. And Andy Dalton, I mean, he's not going to be on that team next year, but he wants to prove something to the rest of the league too. So I think he shows up in this one. And the Bengals are always – Andy Dalton's playing? Yeah. He's He's starting. He's starting, yeah. They just announced that yesterday. I didn't know that. Yeah, they just announced that yesterday. So he's going to want to prove something, and I think he does play well in this one. I'm going to take the Bengals' one-point game, 21-20. I didn't
2: know Andy Dalton was playing. Yeah, I'll agree with you then. I didn't know Andy Dalton was playing. Thank you, Speedy. Yeah. And to be honest, Andy Dalton has played What well. I don't know what the knack is on Andy Dalton around here. He's not a bad quarterback. He's going to find a job. He's going to find a job quite easily. Jackson, listen. Jackson, if I'm Jacksonville, I'd say it. If I'm Jacksonville, Eli Manning, Andy Dalton, Marcus Mariota, you're all getting a phone call.
3: <laughs> Let's see. Good playoff quarterback, awful playoff quarterback, and small sample size in (laughs) Mariotta. Hey,
2: listen, even if you want to start Andy Dalton for the regular season, bench him for Eli in the postseason. Go ahead. (laughs) I mean, I agree. I'll take Cincinnati to win this football game. Andy Dalton, A.J. Green is apparently going to play. That will change on Sunday. He probably won't play. But Tyler Eifert's really not going to get covered by anybody either. And Joe Mixon has been quietly getting pretty hot. Not hot like, oh, he's 200 yards, but he's getting better every week. Eventually, he's going to blow up. Le'Veon Bell will, too. I don't think this is the game. I don't know why. I just can't see Le'Veon Bell going off in this one. I think they're going to try to overproduce with Sam Donald and lose. So, yeah. And I trust Randy Bullock more than I trust Sam Dickens, so. <laughs> Randy uh, Bullock
3: isn't much better,
2: though. Well. <laughs> no. I trust Cincinnati to get the win, which means there will not be a winless team in the NFL. Uh, Damn it, Miami. Cincinnati wins this football game. Let's go interesting. Let's go
3: 14-13 over the Jets. I was waiting for 1918 for some reason. (laughs) White Sox? No, that was the year after. (laughs) 1918 was the Red Sox. Last title before their curse. (laughs) Mm. Obviously. broken. Alright, Eagles at the Dolphins. This will not even be close. The Eagles will win this game. They're going to make a big statement in this one. That defense has already been playing well, and now I think it's the week their offense finally plays well. That Dolphins secondary has... It's been okay, but again, still not great with no Xavier Howard, so... Eagles, I think this is the game you'll finally see those receivers start to play well, and the running game will just do the rest. Whether it's a Jai, that probably it will be the guy, a Jai revenge game, I'm thinking for what he did. Miami trading him. Jordan Howard is still limited. We don't know if he'll play yet. But then you got Miles Sanders. There's just so many guys that can run the ball in this game, and I think that'll just end up being the difference. Carson Wentz will play well. He's not going to play statistically well because I if don't he think plays. He'll play, but he's not going to play. He's not going to be overutilized. They're not going to need him to because they'll just blow him out. 30-10, to 10, Eagles. I really
2: want to pick the Dolphins.
3: Hey, don't.
2: I'm thinking about this game right now. Who is the Eagles' backup quarterback? I, uh, I really am asking. I have no I'm idea. I'm trying to remember. By the way, Brian Flores deserves a lot of credit for coaching up this Miami team. I, I'm i taking the Eagles. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, don't be surprised if they lose. Don't be surprised if they lose. The Eagles last week showed me nothing. Nothing. Now, Seattle's probably the second best team in the NFC, so I don't mind. But they showed me nothing. If they get – the A, the NFC East is the worst division in football. We know this. The division the winner, I don't care who it is, they, they better get going soon. Dallas, you better tighten it up defensively. And Philly, you better find something with Carson Wentz. Oh,
3: that's right. Josh McCown is their backup quarterback. No. Yep. They added him right before the – oh, they have two backup quarterbacks. Never mind. Here it is. Eagles comfortable with two backup quarterbacks. Yeah, they brought in Josh McCown during the preseason. He came out of retirement. Who's the other one? It's I'm a kid. To, I'm trying to figure that out. No, Clayton Thorzen is gone. I, he signed somewhere else. Who is the other one? Because they also had Cody Kessler, but he's, he's, he's gone. He's with the Patriots now. Jeez, uh, I'm trying to find it. I can't figure.
2: Oh, that's right. Because they cut the other kid.
3: Yeah, Thorzen got cut. Cl- I think. He no, got- the
2: Patriots. They cut the other kid too. The kid no. they just drafted? No, they didn't. You okay. sure about that? I'm
3: sure, yeah. I think they're carrying three quarterbacks.
2: They never carry three quarterbacks.
3: I think they are right now because I don't think they – they definitely did not cut Jared Steading. Oh, no. It is Nate Sudfeld. Okay. They brought him back, I guess. All right.
2: <laughs> nah, Nate Sudfeld, it's not. Nate Sudfeld and Mason Rudolph are in the same boat to me. Don't be surprised the Eagles lose this football game. Eagles 24-14 over the Dolphins.
3: All right, another one that's probably going to be a blowout. Redskins and the Panthers. Carolina proved a lot last week against that very good Saints defense. They went back to airing it out when they needed to. Kyle Allen showed himself from the beginning of the season when people thought he was good. And the Redskins secondary still continues to be awful. I know they played well against Detroit, but Detroit is, has Jeff Driscoll at quarterback.
2: So. But Matt Stafford would have changed the outcome of that game dramatically. Uh, yeah,
3: so... Carolina will win this pretty easily. Christian McCaffrey, I think, has a lot of receiving yards. Rushing yards, he might be contained a little bit, but he'll get it going in the second half when the Redskins' defense gets tired. 27-14, Carolina.
2: I'm actually going to say right now, this game will be the blowout of the weekend. 28 nothing, Carolina Panthers.
3: Alrighty, Florida battle, Buccaneers and the Jaguars. I'm gonna take the upset here. I'm gonna take Tampa. I actually just really think they match up well against the Jaguars. They can stop the run. That'll take out Leonard Fournette. They can rush the passer. That can. I mean, the Jags have a good line, but that can. Both teams can win matchups there. And again, no Jalen Ramsey now with the, with the Jags. They got Boye and uh, Aaron Colvin or. Of that young corner is, right. but they're not great against these receivers that have done well. Chris Godwin second the second in yards, right? And they just had 184, so he's definitely going to I think have another big game. Rashawn Perriman has still been using this offense a lot. The tight ends I think they could be taken out, but again it's going to be very hard for the for this secondary to really play as well as it could. Tampa's offensive line is not great, but here's the thing: Jameis Winston I think is still has that escapability. Jacksonville has always struggled, even when their defense was top-notch against running quarterbacks. So I think he, him running I think, will actually make a difference as well. And I think they're, when it comes to their glaring hole in their defense, which is their secondary, Jacksonville, do they really have the ultra-great amount of receivers to be able to expose that as much? I don't know. So tricky to tell. I'm going to take the Bucks in the upset. Plus it's going to be kind of a neutral site game. They're going to have fans from both teams coming, so I don't think there's really a distinct home field advantage. 24-14 Tampa.
2: I'm taking Jacksonville. I I know. You always take Jacksonville. I'm taking Jacksonville because A, Nick Foles has played very well since coming back from injury. I don't think people really give him enough credit. He's played pretty well ladies and gentlemen. T.J. Chark is slowly becoming a name people need to recognize around the league. That builds well. And Larry Fournette actually is used, being used more as a pass catching back too. So, yeah, Devin White's only going to be so many places at once. Then there's Jameis Winston, who's leading the league in interceptions. And against this defense, he better not make any silly decisions. And James Winston likes to make silly decisions. I'm taking the smart, smarter, and less turnover-prone team. Jacksonville wins this football game. 19...1917.
3: Alright, Packers and the Giants...
2: Be very careful with this football game, ladies and gentlemen. That's all I'm going to say.
3: No, I can yes. couldn't disagree more. The Giants' secondary is awful. You have Aaron Rodgers mad. That's not a good combination. That well, is Why not is Aaron Rodgers mad? After getting obliterated by the 49ers, you don't think he's going to be playing mad? No, Preppers is out for the year too. That's right. Yeah, this is going to be this is going to be vintage Aaron Rodgers in this game. I think you're going to see it mm-hmm. to every extreme. And if it's not him doing it every time, it'll be Aaron Jones against another awful rush, rush defense. The secondary for the Giants is terrible. Those number two receivers for Green Bay have played well at times. Somebody will emerge if not two guys. The Giants have some offensive weapons that could definitely play well at times. If Saquon Barkley does play, because, again, they're being cautionary with him. If he just play a lot, he'll play well. And I think Evan Engram does play well too, but the problem is I just much else, and Preston Smith, being a Redskin, knows the Giants. Yeah, there's an area Smith on the other side with a a bad offensive line, a fumble-prone quarterback. Uh, I don't like it. This will be an obliteration. Green Bay, 41-21.
2: I'm taking Green Bay to win, but this game's going to be closer than he certainly thinks. Pat Shermer knows Aaron Rodgers. Bruce, uh, Bruce Petchard How do you pronounce his name? James Betcher. (laughs) James Betcher knows Aaron Rodgers. Mad or not, Aaron Rodgers, I've been saying this all year. He's looked okay at times, and he's looked confused at times. He, when this team is best efficient offensively, Aaron Jones is the one behind it. The Giants' running defense is not great, but it's slowly becoming good. Aaron Rodgers might be too mad and make some silly decisions. Don't forget, that division is wide open. Aaron Rodgers better play smart. And I don't know if he's going to. He, he will most likely win the football game. But the Giants are Alexander Rosas away from upsetting the Bears last week too. I'll take Green Bay, but this game's going to be close. 24-17 over the Giants. All
3: right. Probably the biggest game of the week. The San Francisco 49ers and the Baltimore Ravens. Two great rushing offenses. Two great rushing defenses. Two great pass rushes. The fact this is a 1 o'clock game is a nauseating. Two good game. offensive lines. There's, there's a lot really to like. Two quarterbacks that are playing very well and some creative offensive systems. This game going to be very good. I think they live will up, live up to the hype. I'm going to take the 49ers for two reasons. The Ravens, one weakness defensively, guarding tight ends. George Kittle. Best have a nice, tight end of football. He's going to have a nice day in this one. And the pass-catching running backs, too, I think will play well as well, whether it's Coleman, whether it's Mostert, who's a, a good pass-catching back as well. Even those other tight ends, I could see them using a lot of two tight end sets. Kyle Shanahan does not. I think he had the, last year, the third lowest percentage of using three receiver formations. So expect a lot of two tight end sets, I think, to match up really in this instance. And the Ravens, I think, could do that too with Kawan Alexander being hurt. The difference is I think Fred Warner has played very well for the 49ers. Very well. And uh, they have a rookie too. Dre something. I can't I, Greenlaw, Dre Greenlaw, who's also played really well, too. So actually, they've survived the Kawan Alexander injury a lot better than I expected. So I think they'll be able to take that out a little better than the Ravens. And then the second reason, the Ravens are too hot. I think this is where the loss comes. 49ers, 23-20. I mean, the Niners are also too hot? They just lost to the Seahawks. They're not too hot. Oh, true. My bad.
2: Winning 10 of 11 games is still hot.
3: Um, right, but they had the loss to refocus. I think, sure. and even the, even though they won, Arizona kind of exposed them to. I think that really got them to refocus. I'm just
2: trying to think of a score right now. I agree. I, I was taking San Francisco. Uh, Lamar Jackson is gonna. This is gonna be the game where people go, okay. Alright, I see it. Lamar Jackson's going to have a good game. Like I'm not saying he's not. Nick Bosa is going to be a problem for Lamar Jackson. DeForest Buckner is going to be a problem for Lamar Jackson. These guys are just as athletic as he is. D. Ford is going to be a problem for Lamar Jackson. He's going to actually have to win this game with his arm. And I get it. The secondary is outside Richard Sherman has kind of been surprisingly good. Richard Sherman, though, is going to shut down whoever he's on. Hollywood Brown is going to literally have to be open the entire game. He's not going to have time. He's not going to have time. That pass rush is going to give Lamar Jackson a headache very soon. And Kyle Shanahan is a tremendous coach. It's about time we give him credit for it. Jimmy Garoppolo wakes people up this week, too. I actually think Jimmy Garoppolo could have a fabulous game. Um, I like this matchup a lot. Earl Thomas, I disagree with you. I think Earl Thomas on George Kittle is a matchup that's even. And Marcus Peters is playing. I'll admit this now. If Marcus Peters played like this in Kansas City, they would have never traded him. He's not being a headache. He's not doing anything wrong. He's actually looking like he's a good teammate over there. This game's going to be the game of the week. It's not even going to be close. There's a game that will be close. At, well, all right. There will be a game that's close. We'll get to that later. But San Francisco wins this football game 28-25 over the Ravens.
3: Early two-point conversion or necessary two-point conversion? Necessary. Okay. John Justin Harba- Tucker ain't missing a kick. John Harbaugh has gone for two a lot. No, he's gone for two a lot early in games more than I usually see which is bizarre all right let's get to the bloodbath now Brown Steelers you say you want to go first for this go for it
2: there's one reason Mason Rudolph ain't on the field it, it's not his play his play deserves to be benched but that's not why they don't want the guy to get killed quite frankly my I, I was on the record I believe my, what Miles Garrett said I don't think he's got a reason to lie about it. I think Mason Rudolph said something stupid, and that's why he was going to get clapped over the head with a helmet. But how this affects Sunday, all the headaches in this football game are gone, right? Pouncey's not playing. He comes back next week. Ogan Joby comes back this week. So now what you're looking at is who's going to have the leader on the field to get the W? Baker Mayfield is going to this is a game for Baker Mayfield to put, no pun intended to put his flag in the ground and say I'm the leader now I've got this he showed it after Thursday when he said that's unacceptable, we're not going to do this anymore let's see now if Baker Mayfield can finally focus his energy positive if Baker Mayfield wins this football game and plays decent or good; it doesn't really matter. As long as he doesn't have three or four picks in this football game, Cleveland should win. And here's the other thing: Nick Chubb's going to go off again. Nick Chubb, I think, will have a tremendous day. No Juju, Denzel Ward on any of these wide receivers. Even Juju, I like Denzel Ward Joe Sherbert. Who's your... Joe Sherbert? Had two picks last time. Two. Mr. Hodges, sorry, you're not ducking anything this time, pal. You're just going to get flat out knocked out. I'm taking Cleveland. Cleveland's going to win this game, and I think Cleveland's actually going to win this game pretty pretty assertively. 24-10 over the
3: Steelers. I disagree. This is going to be a bloodbath, I think, throughout. I think the teams are still going to be mad. I think you're going to see old AFC North football. I, and, again, you have a coach – Who's very undisciplined In Freddie Kitchens Or not him But the team's been Very undisciplined I think that will continue I think the Steelers Will try to instigate them on And we see the Steelers Do this a lot With the Ravens With the Bengals Usually with the Bengals more But again It's AFC North football And Cleveland being Kind of whole new To this thing They're not really That previous bad boy team kind of thing in this kind of instance. They're getting a wake-up call for it. I think the Steelers... are
2: forgetting a key element, though.
3: I think the Steelers are more used to that kind of thing. It's going to be a very sloppy game. I agree with you. There's going to be certain matchups where the Browns definitely have a matchup advantage. It's going to be a very sloppy game. I think you're going to see a lot of turnovers. I think you're going to see a lot of bad mistakes. And the Steelers' defense has come to play this year. I think getting Minka Fitzpatrick is really... Oh been phenomenal. He's been great, but also it's sparked the team a lot more than I would have thought right away. I thought it was going to take you a You want an
2: MVP conversation? That guy deserves to be in it, too. That man's been tremendous.
3: Right. So, and I think he's really done a good job helping out the rest of the team, too. I I didn't expect the team defense to make as big of a jump as it did. They played very well in the second half of the season. It's really carried them at this point. So I think that'll end up helping, and I think in that kind of defensive, sloppy, Messy kind of bloodbath type old school AFC North game. I just trust the Steelers more. I'm going to take the Steelers to win this game, 15 to 13.
2: One thing though that you're not realizing is Odell's been in this situation before. Dallas Cowboy giant games are bloodbaths. So Odell's gonna, Odell's used to this. Jarvis Landry's used to this. Miami Dolphin games and Patriot games, they're bloodbaths. They don't like each other. Not to the AFC North level. No, I agree with that. But I, I do think you're kind of masking the Steelers' masculinity.
3: If the Browns weren't as undisciplined as they are, maybe. But they've been undisciplined all season. So.
2: Right, but uh, again, th- this will be. I think this is where the team Baker kind of. I don't tr- come together.
3: Baker maybe, but I don't trust Freddie Kitchens to do that. No, either.
2: I don't trust him either. So. But I trust Nick Chubb and I trust Baker Mayfield. And all more right, importantly, Odell so. Beckham Jr. Last week and Jarvis Landry looked like they were both kind of pissed off they're not considered top wide receivers anymore.
3: That oh. hey, that's all. That's also got. The, it's also the Jarvis Landry revenge game though last week too. So, so. Yeah. I don't think it's the same kind of effect. This could be the the Odell revenge game. I guess the Steelers.
2: (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. All right. All right, Mm -hmm. let's go to
3: two AFC West matchups. We'll start with the not-so-important one, the Chargers and the Broncos. Well, the least clutch team of football will lose again. We agree. I'm taking the Broncos. I'm going to take them. I think it's going to be a fairly high-scoring game. I think the defense for Denver is definitely good, but I think the Chargers offense will want to prove a little something too. I think both running games do well in this game, whether it's Gordon featured or Gordon and Eckler, or the same thing with Denver. Royce Freeman's played well too for Denver. So whether it's a combo or whether it's the feature guys doing their thing, I think the running games will play well. Again, the difference is I think – the Broncos' offensive line has looked better in the second half of the season than the Chargers, and I think their, their defense is just a little more trustworthy to this point. And the Chargers don't win close games. I'll take the Broncos at home, 27-23. I
2: agree. Everything you just said was spot on. Uh, I also think that Denver benefits from the high altitude, and Phil Rivers is a turnover machine, and Vic Fangio is a defensive mastermind. So I, I agree. I actually do, I disagree though with your score. Um, Denver seventeen, Chargers seven. Alright,
3: uh, you think it's more low scoring? Yeah, this is going to be a defensive All right. struggle. Alright, alright, Raiders and the Chiefs. This one will not be low scoring. This one will be very high scoring. I think. I'm taking Kansas City. I think it again. I think it'll be close. Did you do it, the Rams game? No, that's next. Oh, that's next. There's only like three, four o'clock games. You said there were four because you said the Steelers-Browns was. was two. What game? No,
2: the Raiders-Chiefs game, buddy, is at 1 o'clock.
3: Okay, so I mixed that up. All right. That I did not realize. Okay. All right, I'm taking the Chiefs again nonetheless. I think Mahomes will play phenomenal like he always does. This Raiders secondary is not that good. They traded their best corner for whatever reason. Still don't understand that. Trayvon Mullen I like, but again he's not a one, and neither is Daryl Worley. And it's not going to be a good matchup. I think Sammy Watkins I think has a big game in this one. Tyree Kill I think he's still hurt, so I think I don't know if he'll play. But McCole Hardman and Demarcus Robinson, all this else they have will play well. Travis Kelsey will play well. The Raiders' strength is stopping the run, but the Chiefs don't run the ball, so I don't think that'll really make a difference. Josh Jacobs I think does play well. Here's the thing, though. I will say this. The Chiefs' run defense has been terrible all year. However, it seems like every time, with the exception of the Titans game, we've seen the doubt them in the second half. They've played better than expected in recent weeks. So I do think they play a little better. I don't think Josh Jacobs will have the 170, 180-yard game everyone expects him to have. He'll have 100 yards, but I don't think he'll have that same effect he'll have on the, on the offense that he normally does. And the receivers for the Raiders outside of Tyrell Williams really don't have the... They don't have the great receivers to really expose the rest of this. Clive Warford's alright. He's not there anymore. Clive Warford? No. Who's the tight end? Darren Waller, who's good. Oh. He's Same. good. No, he's good. Uh, he'll play well, but I, I just don't know if they'd have enough after that to really expose that. So, Chiefs, close game, shootout, 34 27.
2: This is going to be the game where the Chiefs kind of fake the AFC premise thing. Everyone's going to go, oh, there's three teams in the AFC. No. The Chiefs are just going to dominate this football game. Andy Reid has their number. Chiefs win
3: this football game 35-17. All right, now we'll get to that Rams-Cardinals game. I'm going to take the upset here. I'm going to take Arizona in this game. They've been in a lot of close games all year. They're at home. The Rams, uh, they looked like they were in shambles against the Ravens, which a lot of teams do, fine, but they really didn't look good. And the Cardinals are are a very similar kind of offense, except they don't run with their running backs as much. But they're a very similar kind of offense, mobile quarterback, they spread the ball around well, receiving depth, used creatively. It's very similar. The difference, obviously, the offensive line is an issue, but I think it's a similar type of offense. We're going to see a lot of those same concepts used. I think you're going to see Kenyon Drake. I think he used a lot as a pass-catching back. Or David Johnson. I think they'll be rotating well. But I think you'll see mostly Kenyon Drake. I think that receiving depth has been surprisingly good, and I think you're going to see Jalen Ramsey will shut down one side, whether it's Fitzgerald or Kirk or both. But they'll just keep attacking the other side, and I think that'll end up making a difference. And the Cardinals, they have an issue stopping the pass, which is, they've had a problem all season, mainly against tight ends. The problem is the Rams have depleted with receivers, and They don't use their tight ends, so it's tough to really trust, and that pass rush is good on the inside still. Corey Peters, uh, the kid they drafted this year, Zach Allen's been pretty good, and obviously their outside rush has always been very good, so I think that'll end up making a difference defensively in certain matchups. I think the Rams do play well through the air. The problem is they just, again, the run game, can we trust it? So, I think it'll be an Arizona upset 26-20.
2: I actually agree with you. Um... Here's the thing. Jared Goff is fourth in interceptions, I believe, in the NFL. Patrick Pearson's dying for this. Patrick Pearson's dying for it. Buda Baker's dying for it. Um, I'm trying to think of the young kid that they got playing alongside Patrick Peterson. Byron um, Murphy. Byron Murphy. He's waiting for it. Secondary's pretty good. They're not going to be allowed to kind of teeter-totter. And here's the other thing that's interesting. Chandler Jones, on whoever their backup tackle is, Jared Goff's going to have a rough day at the office. And I don't think Todd Gurley's 100% healthy. I actually think Todd Gurley this offseason, you're going to either see him cut or traded somewhere else.
3: He's not going to get cut. He might get traded. (laughs) But
2: they're going to have to restructure a lot of things because they're cash-strapped as hell. And he's underperforming as hell. I'll tell you this right now. I'll be surprised if the Cardinals trail at any point in this football game. Kyler Murray, I've had my doubts. I've had my doubts. But right now, this kid looks like he can play in the league. Not Nick Bosa good, but he's pretty good. <laughs> um, so I'll go 24 14 Cardinals over the Rams.
3: All right, Sunday Night Football. This should be a good one, too. Patriots at the Texans. Okay, this is going to be a very good football game. It is going to be a very good football game, indeed. And it will. it's going to be kind of middle scoring. I'm going to take the Texans, though. I am. The Patriots have had trouble against running quarterbacks. We saw Lamar Jackson doing it a couple weeks ago. And, again, I think the Texans, similar thing. They could use a lot of those concepts. They have guys that can be pass-catching backs. Receivers, they're not great, kind of like the Ravens receivers, but they have one who's great, DeAndre Hopkins. And I think they're going to utilize that to advantage. Hopkins and Gilmore will have their battle. I think, again, like you saw the Patriots do to Dallas, they'll they'll try to double-team him like they have in the past. And DeAndre Hopkins has had his trouble against the Patriots. The thing is that Sean Watson wasn't the quarterback in a lot of those instances, and he's played well against the Patriots in the two games he's played in his career. And the difference is, and Errol hinted at it earlier, their offense just isn't as good this year to be able to win those kinds of games. I think the two games they played recently were 33-30 to and I want to say 30-27. to Like, they were high-scoring games. I really don't think that the Patriots can win that kind of way with just the way their offense has been this year. And the Texans secondary, they got better. So I don't think it'll be the same issues that they had in the beginning of the season. 24-20 to Texans.
2: Oh, man. I really – I – I – I disapp- – does that mean Tom Brady does not get a game-winning drive or the Texans? No, I think that, I think Deshaun Watson gets a game-winning drive. Okay. He's a clutch quarterback. No, 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 I know that. I, I just, how much time you're not giving Tom Brady? You give him anything more than 90 seconds, you're in trouble. That's fair. But um, here's the thing. I don't think it's even going to come to that point. I think this is one of those games. I've said this. The AFC South is a fluke. These games are very topsy-turvy, and that division can shake up 16 different ways. The New England Patriots are going to expose a lot of weaknesses that the Texans have. Uh, That offensive line is not very good. And Deshaun Watson, I get it. They always kind of struggle against the mobile guy. I understand. The problem with that is the pass rush for the Patriots is so deep. Deshaun Watson is going to be exhausted. This kid's going to be running around from snap to snap. Every snap. It's He's going to get hit a lot in this football game, and you pointed out something before. Will Fuller on Jonathan Jones There's not a, a not a matchup the Patriots are going to be hinting away from. And even if McCourty doesn't play, they have so much death over there. Let, but let's just say McCourty plays. Kenny Stills. Ah, uh, uh, no. Kenny Stills
3: is so hot cold, but <laughs> right. But Devin McCourty.
2: Devin McCourty leads the league in interceptions. Like they, they're doing the right things. And Dante Hightower is going to stop whatever tight end or running game they're going to have. I, and Tom Brady's due. Tom Brady's due. He's had a lot of people calling him out. You want to talk about Aaron Rodgers being pissed off? Tom Brady's pissed off. He's 10-1 and people are disrespecting him like Errol Marks before. Tom Brady will go off in this football game. And also, don't forget, Sonny Michelle played very well last week too against Dallas. And the running game for the running defense for Dallas is better than Houston. Don't be surprised Michelle runs for 100 no, it's 110 not. yards.
3: It's not. It's the top ten in the league.
2: since JJ Watt got hurt. No, still is. Yeah, that's yeah. fine. I but think what eight I'm saying, or
3: something
2: like that. Nah, I doubt their defense got better of losing JJ Watt. No, but
3: it was I think third when JJ Watt was there, and I think it fell recently to eighth. Right. So but it's, it's still full. it's still very good. That's fine. JJ Watt had a large part to do with that. Is my point. He's not there.
2: Sonny Michelle will run up and down the field. I'll take the Patriots. It won't be a high, high high-scoring game, so I'll go 24. Yeah, you know what? 24-13 over the Texans.
3: I thought you were going to reverse my score again. (laughs) That would have been funny. I
2: Uh, I feel like I've said 24-17 like six times. No,
3: I said 24-20. I thought you were going to reverse my score. (laughs) No, I didn't. I was waiting for that. All right, Monday Night Football, Vikings and the Seahawks. They played on Monday Night last year, too.
2: I was going is- to say, I feel like they played the last five years in a row. You
3: know what? I, I think they were one week off from last year, too. I think they played week 14 last year, and I think it was Week. now it's week 13. They play year. every year, I feel like. Maybe. like well, They finished second a lot, those two teams in their division. That's why. The Vikings, I don't think, I don't think they've ever been last in the division since. 2000
2: The year Pagers won the MVP award
3: No they weren't Last that year They were a playoff team It might have been The year after They were last right. uh, Yeah I think so I think they were 5-10-1 Or something like that
2: Cause so, he got hurt again
3: Yes he did Or he got, he got suspended Whatever happened No He missed after. time year after He got suspended That year he was hurt And the Vikings Didn't have a passing game So they were basically They, they, they were basically They still don't They were no oh, stop Kirk Cousins is light years ahead of Christian Ponder.
2: <laughs> That's not saying much. I'm light years ahead of Christian Ponder. <laughs> okay. You so, never see me throw a football, buddy.
3: All right. Well, still. Seattle, I think, will win this game. I, the, the Vikings still have had a, a bad identity, regardless of what they've done with Mike Zimmer as head coach against the Seahawks. They've had trouble with Russell Wilson, even before Russell Wilson was this MVP candidate type. And... The Vikings offense, for whatever reason, always has had trouble with that defense, no matter who's their pass rushers, no matter who's their random corners that the Seahawks like to recycle and they make work. It's just always been a tough identity. They've struggled in Seattle, and I think Russell Wilson, just being the MVP quarterback he is, will will do it again. Their second corner issues, they're not really as big of issues as they were last year, but those receivers are good for Seattle, and they're better than they were in previous years, too, so... I think that'll end up making a difference. The game plans, I think they're just very similar. And Mike Zimmer really doesn't change much with with his game plans. Dalvin Cook, I think, plays well. I think one of the receivers will play well, but that's really it. I think the Seahawks pass rush, I think, does the rest. I think the Seahawks win this game. I think it'll be semi-big. I'm going to say 28-17.
2: I disagree with you. I think Dalvin Cook's actually going to struggle a lot in this football game. And here's a key part to all of this. Kirk Cousins... Does not beat top-level teams. He doesn't do it again Monday night. This game ain't going to be close. Uh, Russell Wilson puts on a clinic. An absolute clinic. He might struggle himself as far as attempts and completions. He's going to run around a lot. He's going to have to buy a lot of time. Yeah, he'll have a lot of
3: big completions, I think.
2: Right. He might... No, I just... No, I don't mean that way. I mean... Oh, okay. I think he's going to complete a lot of, like... Third and seven dump passes. Okay. But he will do enough to win this football game, especially down the stretch, because Russell Wilson has been amazing in the fourth quarter of this year. I'm going to say this right now this is going to be the game where you realize that it's Patriots, Ravens, Saints, Niners, and uh, Seahawks. Those are the only five Super Bowl contenders in the NFL. That's it. And to be quite fair, but I thought the
3: AFC was supposed to
2: have parody. <laughs> No, that's Errol Marks' way of saying the Patriots can't possibly win another year, or I'm going to lose my mind. The Seahawks win this football game, 34-17 over the Vikings. What was your
3: score? 28-17. Okay. Yeah, they've they've always had a bad identity. Though, oddly enough, the one game that was close between them was the playoff game. That was. 10, oh yeah. That was 10 to nine in the yeah. snow. <laughs> and Blair Walsh wide left. Yep. Good job. Wonder where he is. Well, now. They, they, in his defense, they also did blow the game before that. They were out playing the Seahawks in pretty much every aspect, and then they really just crumbled in the fourth quarter defensively.
2: Wonder what, I wonder what target he's bagging groceries at. I don't
3: know. The last workout he got was with the Falcons, so maybe close to that area.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, he definitely ain't in Minnesota. We know that for damn sure. So, <laughs> if he is, he's probably dead. <laughs> don't let Brock Lesnar get a hold of him. That's my message. Um. Why would he have Made that field goal <laughs> No but Brock Lesnar Probably would have Dropped him on his head oh, okay <laughs> Brock Lesnar Would have just Taken the ball And ran it by 20 guys <laughs> With 20 guys On his back um, But yeah No they, uh, That's I'll save the Yankee Thing for Tuesday Can you possibly Remember all this Yeah
3: it's Two things
2: Whitehouse <laughs> the Yankee Yeah we yeah, but that's a week. That's a week. All right, real quick, I'm going to touch on this more next week. Yankee fans, calm down. Please. The New York Yankees are doing the right thing by waiting this free agency period out. Garrett Cole is not signed until January. Mad Bum is not going to sign until January. Steven Strasburg is going to sign after Garrett Cole. It's fine, okay? This is what Boris likes to do. He likes to get all the offers together and then weed out offers based on, okay, well, your team's not competing this year. All right, well, they offered us more money. Narrow it down to three or four legit teams and then have a bidding war. That's what they do. You don't think all 32 teams are calling Scott Boris about Garrett Cole? Like, come on. Every team's calling about Garrett Cole. A report came out on the way here. The Angels are all in on Garrett Cole, which is where I have him going. Yeah, Mike Trout – Mike Trout Mike – Everyone's talking about C.C. is calling him to tell him how he knows about New York. The Yankees are going to get Garrett Cole. You don't think Mike Trout is calling Garrett Cole? Who would you rather listen to? C.C. or Mike Trout? My money's on Mike Trout. I'll listen to Mike Trout. Mike Trout called me right now and said, I'm going to get you a job as an Angels broadcaster. Bye. Adios. Goodbye. So long. Farewell, until we meet again. Do re mi fa so la ti do. Goodbye.
3: And to broadcast Mike Trout 100 plus games a year. <laughs>
2: he, <laughs> Mike Trout. Sad. Hell, first of all, if anyone called me about a broadcasting job, that would be my reaction. But second of all, that's Mike flipping Trout. <laughs> the, man, the man holds weight. First of all, has Mike, Mike Trout didn't call anybody last offseason. BS, I'm going to acknowledge that right now is a lie. But that's where everyone, no, it's not in the media, so it didn't happen. Mike Trout will call everybody. Mike Trout's probably called Mad Bum, Strasburg. I'll tell you this right now. If the Angels get one or two of these pitchers, you watch out for them next year. You watch out for them now. Altani apparently can throw off a mound in three or four weeks. Watch out for the Angels. But Garrett Cole, and see, uh, the free agent pitchers are going to wait this out. The hitters, whatever. Uh, the Yankees don't really need a bat to me they want to sign Ben Zobrist, fine, whatever. But until then, the Yanks don't need a bat. Bring back Patances. Why this hasn't happened already, I don't know. Bring back Patances. If not, bring back Patances. Replace him with a reliever that is similar in skill set. For God's sakes. Please get one of the, get, Please get one or two of these starters. Please. And if, if Zach Wheeler's the answer... You think you're mad about Jason Garrett being a giant head coach? My <laughs> God. I I will I will demand Brian Cashman resign. I will demand it. And I will start There's a petition to get Brian Cashman. to overpay Zach Wheeler. And saying that he's the answer to the Yankees rotation? Yeah. Well, yeah.
3: Okay, that's a different extreme.
2: If we got – I told you this. If we got Strasburg and Wheeler, I'd be happy. I'd be fine. I'd prefer Strasburg and Mad Bum. That's – that's right, my, that's what you should that's my greedy right. side. Right. But realistically, you're going to get one of Mad Bum, Wheeler, uh, Mad Bum, Strasburg, or Cole. You're going to get one of them, and then Wheeler, Ryu, and Order or as He went back already. Who the hell? Um, I don't know. Another B-level starter in the free agency class. You're going to get one A guy and one B guy. That's what the options are. Right. Ideally... I don't think Matt Bum's going to want A money. I think he's going to take a little bit of a pay cut due to the miles on his arm and the fact that he's kind of had some injury history. So that could play a role. But other than that, you're looking at an A class and a B class, and the Yankees need one or two of both. I would really love a Cole Strasburg sign, but that's not going to happen. Because if you sign Cole, you're not signing anybody else this offseason. Right. So a mad Strasburg offseason is what I want. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Satan said best Why not get both (laughs) I think Mad Bum Is a better fit than Garrett Cole But whatever (sighs) Neither here nor there Speaking of here nor there Speedy, tell them where they can find us
3: Facebook, Twitter, Periscope YouTube, Instagram, Snapchat iHeartRadio Radio.com Yes iHeartRadio, Radio. Radio.com. Radio. Ra- radio.com, one of 16 sports networks and podcasts on there. Very exclusive. Radio. SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, TV, Serious Radio. Serious? Yeah, spelled like the word Serious. And on our website at worldwidesportsradio.com.
2: Is my article up? I don't know yet. Then there's no reason to go there. <laughs> I, in all seriousness, no, check it out, because I can already hear Earl Marx's hair sipping through that thing. Why did he say that? He's probably driving here already. I guarantee you, his neck is bulging out. He's on his way here right now. You idiot! Why'd you tell people not to go to the network? Brought to you by NewYorkSportsScene.com.
3: So anyway, Speedy, we're in the end game now. Tell him goodbye. Thanks for listening. Have a great Thanksgiving.
2: Have a great Thanksgiving. Why does that sound funny to me? Have uh, a great Thanksgiving.
3: Enjoy your holiday weekend if you're meeting up with any extended family, friends. Enjoy all of it. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening, and have a
2: glorious night. You're not going to be here for a week. You have to do better than that. Really? <laughs> you have to say at least a glorious week. Uh, You're not going to be here a very long time. That is true. Thanks for listening. Having and whoa, whoa, whoa. Before you do this. Okay. I want you to feel it feel inside it. your – everyone so, laughs when I do this. This sounds this. way too philosophical. No, I'm, I'm serious. When I do this, it generally gets the best response out of him. Feel it from within the insides and just <clears throat> let it out. Like your are Thor swinging around <laughs> your hand.
3: Go ahead. I don't know if I can do that accent, but okay. No, you're (laughs) going to do it. Thanks for listening. Oh
2: shit! All right, and
3: have a glorious week and Thanksgiving holiday.
2: I am telling you, I'm a goddamn guru. I'm. That was beautiful. That could have been your best one yet. Thank you. What are you most excited for? What is your favorite Thanksgiving food? Ooh,
3: that is a tough question. Turkey, gravy, ham? Anything with gravy (laughs) is good, so. (laughs) (laughs) canned jams? Canned jams? That's a game. (laughs) I said canned yams. Mm, No, that's not top tier. Not top tier, but can can be good. Why, is that your favorite? (laughs) No, no. I actually
2: hate canned yams. Okay.
3: (laughs) Corn? Corn bread. I don't think they serve. Turkey. Stuffing. Turkey and stuffing are both very good. Mashed potatoes, also very good. I, oh. I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's a three-way tie with those. I don't know really which one to pick.
2: Listen, all I do is I eat potatoes. I I just eat carbs. That's all I do. Applesauce, applesauce, potatoes and ham. I can't stand turkey. Really? Ah, makes me nauseous. That's interesting. I I hate the feeling of being tired.
3: My brothers are like that too. They always like the ham more
2: than the turkey, which is very You eat till you're in a food coma. Oh, well, yeah, of course. It's the best day of the year. Of course.
3: It's just interesting, though, because it's out of. Ham is not really a popular meat, but you like it in my brother's voice. Oh, been. I love it. It's
2: interesting. Love ham. Anyway, it's <laughs> from the pig's ass.
3: See, I always use. Like, when there's leftovers, it's always better for the ham, because I can make melts with it and sandwiches right. and stuff right, right, like right, that. Right. I, but, like, mm. fresh, I'd rather have the turkey. It's interesting.
2: <laughs> nah, I'd rather just not eat. I can't stand turkey. Really? Yeah. very interesting what's that thing they have in the middle of the table what do you mean Cornucopius? yes Cornucopius, right yep Corn, Cornucopius. ah see <laughs> ah um, no in all seriousness I gotta say a couple things before we go uh, have a happy Thanksgiving I'm not gonna be here for a while either um, I hope everyone has a very happy holiday Next couple of weeks, you're gonna see that this network kind of has a few days off here, or there. There's a lot going on. Uh, the new year is coming. There's this show in 2020 will be completely different. Um, we'll get to that later. But um, I, I'm growing optimistic. This place is growing. This place. I get about 15 text messages a day about this network. This place is blowing up. I'm not kidding. Like, look at the numbers. Look at anything you want. It's it's really being it's really being taken seriously. And as <coughs> the lead anchor on the prime time show, <clears throat> by myself. Just can Speed is here. Um, but no, I I I think. And I don't know if anyone else did this or not, but I do want to take a time to thank uh, the morning boys. Thank, um, uh, you can do it. What is that show after that? (laughs) Oh, (laughs) you could do it. Third and Lawn. I want to thank third and Lawn. Uh, Matty caps. Good man. Um, I want to thank down to the wire and I want to thank (coughs) below the mic. Talented shows. Um, Especially if you love yelling arrow yells all the time, that's really his personality. Don't be fooled, <laughs> especially if you touch something, God help you um and in all seriousness, uh, I would like to thank um oh my God, I really did just forget it um the haystack, yes, I would also like to thank the haystack um, we've done a lot of creative concepts that a lot of people won't give us credit for, but mm, we kind of helped a lot um we've done a lot of work here all of us have and it's starting to really it's you grow outwards before you grow up and we're growing this way tremendously and I don't know if anyone recognizes it or anyone really gives a crap but I've been paying attention and I I've um I just want to thank our marks most he's talked me off the ledge a few times He's probably want to throw me off the ledge a few times. And uh Mikey C, thank you too. Uh you've also talked me off the ledge a few times. And you've um Yeah. Yeah, you both have been huge. And I would also like to thank Mike Guido because Mike Guido has A brought me here. He brought me here. I I'm not gonna deny it. Like I wouldn't be here without him, literally. And I've also him and me kind of niched out what everybody is. I mean, we are the reason that some things happened, and we're also the reason some things stopped happening. So that's uh, a huge part. And honestly, the biggest thanks goes to you, Uh, Speedy. You've been here with me every day. Uh, you're the only one that puts up with me on a daily basis so <laughs> this, we really don't have much of a choice but um you are the best producer on this network that's okay. not that's not shade anybody else that's just me working hand in hand with him for a long time and I know this guy will if I say something he's going to make it A he's either going to make the conversation better or he's going to be like yeah you're right I mean what better producer could you possibly get <laughs> But in all seriousness, he he does a great job, and he does a lot of shit that no one talks about. Mm -hmm. And you do a lot of stuff that the network doesn't – and when I say the network, I don't mean everybody, because I know Errol, me and Mikey C. tell you all the time. But, like, you really do a lot of the legwork, and you do a lot of stuff that no one – it has nothing to do with on-air production at all. He's literally – the only one that goes to the events. He's, it, you really do deserve everything that this place is going to give you, and I, I do thank you. I don't know if I've ever told you that, but
3: yeah, the, the, I, I appreciate the gratitude a lot. It means a lot to me.
2: Thank you. Um, and yeah, I, you know, we've come a long way. We really have. I wanted you to stop talking altogether at one point, and now, <laughs> and now, um. I consider you more than a friend. I, you're like a brother to me. So if you ever need anything, you let me know. It means a lot. You tell it's a soft side, blah, blah, blah. Shut up. It's not to any of you. It's to him. That's it. <clears throat> what was the word I said before? Cornucopia. With the stupid C in it? Cornucopias? Is Actually, that there's what it two was? two of them. Two of it?
3: There's two. There are two.
2: Oh, there's two Mm seasons. You know what? I'm not even going to shout today. Just be thankful I didn't shout to end this show. Have a great holiday season. Have a great holiday season. Have a great Thanksgiving. Everyone be safe. Don't do anything crazy. Just enjoy the time with your family. Life will show you eventually how much that actually means, and hopefully you don't find that out for a very long time. But until then, uh, we'll be back next week most likely. Uh, if I'm back here tomorrow without all marks, it's fireworks <laughs> fireworks. Fireworks. Uh, and have, Irish have, accents. Duh. All the Irish are back. Conor McGregor, I'm going to knock his block off. See ya.
1: It, it, it's the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.